Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. Tonight, same lineup as last week, Doctor Who, Fear the Walking Dead, The Walking Dead, World Beyond, The 4400, well, no, I'm sorry, Just 4400. The 4400 was a good show. This is the reboot, Just 4400. <laughs> Wheel of Time, Discovery, and anything else that I'm not thinking of. <clears throat> and I have a co-host already, yay. Hello, AJ, it's Karen, how are you? Good evening, Karen. How are we tonight? Just great, thank you. So He's hanging around. Jamie's running, exciting. A couple, couple, Jamie's running a couple minutes late, so Karen and I are going to start with Discovery tonight. Hopefully there's enough to talk about until Jamie gets here. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, oh, it, yep. Discovery's, Discovery's not really... Well, it's funny. It's ironic because it, it is a sci-fi show, which is, you know, our forte. It's not really the type of show that there's a lot to talk about. Particularly after an episode like we had this week. Because I think this episode was a, a little stale. I mean, I know it's only episode three, but I thought this wasn't really... I, I had high hopes this would be the best season, but this episode is... I don't know. I had some issues with this episode. It was kind of flat. I feel, yeah, I feel like, you know, I, I had high hopes for it because I'm thinking, I feel like Michael is going to be Kirk-like. Like, I feel like she's really going to push the envelope. It's, it's kind of weird seeing her being the one being like, this is how Federation is supposed to be and this is what we should do and, you know, she, I, I'm expect, I, I know that that's, I guess, supposed to be the idea, you know, like in that one, the one episode when the president was like, well, why are you going out there? You're the captain. You're supposed to be here on the ship, send somebody else type of thing. And I, I felt like we were going to see her growth into becoming and understanding her role yep. as captain. Yeah. And I feel like we're kind of there already. Like this, I agree, this episode, she kind of, Michael... I, I think, you know, I think it's going to happen at some point where, because the politics is huge right now. Yeah. So I think and, at some and point that, she's going to butt heads with that president. I mean, that's usually interesting to me on shows like this. Like, I mean, that's what I love about The Expanse. Um, and I have liked that about some other shows that we have watched, like the sort of geopolitics of it all. Uh, and and I do think that's gonna that I mean I agree with you that president just I don't know like she I, I'm just so suspicious of her uh, I'm not really sure why and I'm sure there will be more conflict so I kind of like that I agree with you I really I think a good theme of the season is Burnham like growing into being a captain and and you can't be this rebellious I mean she's mutinied like at least twice in three seasons right and. <laughs> And uh, you can't be this risk taker. Like, you think she'd be more Kirk-like instead of, like, Picard-like. I mean, Picard-like, Picard took a lot of risks also, but he was, he was a more, I mean, he was a much more mature captain yeah. when we, he, when he was more adult begins, right? than Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I like that, but 
I don't know. I, first of all, there was too much. There were like at least four plots in this episode, right? There's like way too much going on. Um, and the plot, the season-long plot of the anomaly was was kind of backburnered uh, amongst the other storylines, and yet it was kind of the best one. Like, I, I like this side trip that Burnham takes with her mother uh, felt very much like like Monster of the Week or Case of the Week on a procedural show. Yeah. Right? Like, 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 wait, what? Like, they discovered a whole new species that flies around on its own planet, and like, like, nobody ever thinks they well, have to call the admiral. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> it's only a moon ship. Um, that seemed to be like resolved and wrapped up too nicely with a bow by the end of the hour. And um, I just, I mean, is it bad of me that I'm just not that interested in Michael's mother? I, I just, I, I don't find the. Case. Yeah, no, me either. Thank you. You know, it's funny actually. Um, when when Artie and I started watching the new season, um, he actually asked me. He's like, "Where's Michael's mother?" And I was like, "Um, like I had to think about it for a minute." I was like, "He's like, she's with the Vulcan." <laughs> I was like, she's "All of a sudden, I was, I was like, I was like, I was like, she's with she's the Vulcan." That's all I really remember. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. actually, this this you know this episode kind of like when I saw her, I went, oh yeah, she's like with the ninja people. Yeah, she's in a cult or something, right? Um, or a priestess or whatever. I kind of forgot about that. Also, I I just and I don't mean to blame the actress, but I find her character to be a little flat and boring. And I don't like if they're gonna bring her back, like like they aren't really exploring. Michael's feelings about this and their relationship. Like, I mean, there was this one little line at the end of it where the mother's like, I mean, if you're going to have this episode where, where Michael's got to struggle with the idea of will this person ever be brought to justice, it didn't really have to be her mother. It could have been anyone, right, that she's right. having that conflict with. And ultimately it's with the president who chose to turn Gingy or whatever her name was over to – um you know, over to Navarre, over to the Vulcans. They're called the Navarians now or whatever, right? Like, that didn't have to be Michael's mother. Like, nothing really happened in this episode that depended on the mother being... I mean, okay, so that's the excuse for sending Burnham on the mission. But it was kind of like... uh, uh, I mean, I just don't... I'm just not that interested in her. Like, Michael's relationship with, with Giorgio is so much more interesting. Right? Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's well, a like that, a and, mother and a big. Yeah. Yeah. Well, her mom is very. You're right. Her mom is very bland, but it's the character. It's it's not you know it's how the character is written. She's very withdrawn and sciency, you know, and and now she's yeah. more spiritual than she. But she's also a scientist, and you know very withdrawn and you see that even in the flashbacks when Burnham was a kid, you see that, you know? So yeah. Yeah. it's not really surprising. I, I, I have, a, I feel that if they continue to have her mother around, I think we're at some point probably going to get a type of episode where there's like this, um, I don't want to say not revelation, but like where they both like open up more. Cause they're both kind of like, it's, it's like 
it's kind of like they're awkward around each other because of all that time apart, even though her mother had a good reason for not being around and Mike, you know, yeah. and Michael growing up without her mom, it, it, it's still this awkward thing between them. And I think it hasn't really been, they haven't come to terms with it, either one of them, you know, it's kind of yeah. like, Oh great. We're, we we're together again, yeah. but now what? And yeah. I think that Michael, moment is eventually yeah. going to come. Plus, she, Michael ended up being raised among Vulcans in a culture that, like, suppresses right. emotion. And then, like, yeah. 900 years later, her mother joined a convent or whatever on, yeah. like, Vulcan, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's all that. But, yeah, it's a little – it was um, – I mean, I guess that's coming, but I, I wish they would, um, I don't know, do a – uh, I don't know, a better job with that. It just didn't really grab me. I'm really not interested in seeing more of her mother. Yeah. Um, I am very interested in, in, well, I'm not interested in, in her relation, Michael's relationship with book. I do really like book. I love like, book. I don't really. He's probably I, one of my he's favorite great, characters. Right? Uh, and a great actor also. His name is, is his name David Ajala? I remember his name because he's got a Nigerian yes. last name. Yep. Uh, he's fit, he was great in this episode. I mean, his acting is, was like way above everyone else's in this episode. And I like that storyline. I'm not particularly interested in his romance with Michael, partly because, maybe because they, like, I got so turned off by Michael's relationship with Ash that I, like, I think I've used up all my tolerance for a like, for a like romance on the show. Uh, but at least we you kind of skipped that. Like at least they'd already been together a year when he was introduced, right? Yeah, but you know what though? He's not like they're they're not I really. Because... I mean, like it, it's it's a very slow burn with their relationship. Like they're friends, you know. Um, the romantic side of it, they don't really push that on us. You know what I mean? Like they've definitely had a romantic side to them, but it's not but overly. They, they spared us. Shoved they down our spared throats. us by like opening last season. Michael had already been there for a year, right? Michael, Michael gets right. to the 900 years ahead. She's there for a year before everybody else. Ahead of everybody else loop, yeah. Right. So she knows. So we like kind of, were spared maybe all the like getting to know each other and weird flirtiness and awkwardness and first kiss, blah, blah. Right. Like at least we are kind of already there, which is great. Um, But I mean, his storyline, I mean, I kind of, I was skeptical, but I like him and Stamets as the odd couple kind of being put together multiple, you know, now two weeks in a row. Yes. That is working for me. Um, they're kind of good together, and I like the whole like kind of emotional journey he had with the mind meld and like. Yeah, I like the mind meld a lot. Yeah, yeah, that really and like and I'm, actually, I'm glad like his. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's kind of funny actually that the anomaly was more of a tool this week for that storyline for him to get his closure with his family you know, doing the mind meld because they wanted to see if there was any tachyons, but it was really for him, you know, they had to play the story. They had to find a way to do it within the storyline. And I thought, I I really liked the way they did it. Um, I did too. Which unfortunately, 
which unfortunately for Stamets, he's got he's back to square one. <laughs> yeah, the the Navarre scientists were not very helpful in any way. <laughs> they might as well have not gone there. Um, uh, I I also like that it turned out that like you know last week seeing like seeing his nephew. And I'm really glad that it wasn't a hallucination, that it was really a memory, like, that he was yeah. experiencing and that, you know, and, and that now he won't have that anymore. Probably it's resolved. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was all really well done, and he did great work. It was, it was, it, it, it was the best part of the episode. Um, I mean, Tilly was great also, but Tilly's always great, right? And while Tilly had no business being on that mission, and the reasoning was kind of thin there, she always like she always says the wrong thing that is turned is always the right thing. Like what they say she has an ability to put people at ease or something. Well, you know what? But, While Tilly's like the, the it, it kind of being thin for her to be there, I kinda like it because it's gonna give an it's if nothing else, it gives excuses for Tilly to do more because of yeah. her, you know, this this ex self exploration that she's going through. You know, yeah. trying new things and everything. Yeah, uh, you know, do you think she's going to leave Discovery? I- I'm wondering if maybe she's going to go teach at the leave Discovery and uh, go teach at the Academy. Who knows? I mean, was, they. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, with 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 Paramount Plus now, I mean, they've got the world at their feet. You know, so they can be planning. I mean, there's already two spinoffs in development. Um, so they could be planning another spinoff that focuses more on the on the rebuilding of the academy. You know, another spinoff from Discovery and rebuilding the academy. Yeah. Yeah. So you could be um, onto something there. Yeah, maybe. Uh, because on the one hand, like, why would you leave Discovery? They're the only people who are from 900 years of the 25th century or wherever you're from, right? But on the other hand, like that, that like yeah, they could do. They're doing so many shows. They could make a show set at the at Starfleet Academy. That'd be kind of awesome, and she'd be awesome. Uh, and maybe Saru goes with her, right? Um, uh, I don't know. I did not love the whole like Tilly trying to like like change up her routine kind of storyline. That was kind of like I don't know dopey and sending her on the mission, but um, she was great. Um, you know, I mean, I, I enjoy seeing her. I never, I never don't enjoy Tilly. Um, but it was a little, at first I was like, where are they going with this? Like what? She's eating macaroni and cheese. What? Um, but I really enjoy her a lot. Uh, I did not care about the teen storyline at all either. What like, storyline? The teens, Adina and Gray, like, uh, okay, like, Adina was, like, our Wesley Crusher, Crusher character, right? Like, the super intelligent, nerdy teenager who's, for some reason, is on the starship. But now we've got, like, two teens on the, on the starship. And I don't really, um, it, I'm not, I'm so much less interested in that storyline than, than almost anything. Well, I, I'm more interested than I am in Michael's mother, but that's not saying much. <laughs> I don't know. How do you feel about those characters? Um, I I actually liked it better when when Gray was in Adira's head. <laughs> now yeah. that they're gonna be you know separate like that, um, I don't know. 
I mean, Adira's interesting on her own, you know? And now with Gray. Yeah. Adira's Wesley Crusher, basically, right? I, I, <laughs> There's only one Wesley Crusher, stop that. Well, I know, but, but like, sort of the same, right? Except that yeah, um, I know what you mean. There were more, there were more families and children aboard aboard. Um, well, yeah. The Enterprise, right? It was a different. It was a science vessel, really, and a different kind of a ship. Um, I mean, it was a it was an exploration vessel or whatever, and had a lot of families in the saucer section or whatever. And I feel like Discovery's a different kind of a ship. Um, uh, and like, I hope we're not gonna have a proliferation of kids. <laughs> but I mean, I don't uh, know. I'm, I'm kind of I'm, I'm conflicted because I like Ian Alexander. I have ever since I first was introduced to the actor on the OA. Yeah. So I like kind of having him around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see where they go. You know what? Uh, I, I mean, mean, who knows? Now that now that now that Gray is an actual person again, maybe maybe their story kind of picks up. And, and has more weight Maybe. to it. I mean, they were instrumental in the in the at the end of last season, right? But um, yeah. Uh, I mean, not having a body was the only reason Gray was able to save them. Uh, <laughs> but you know, he True. wasn't affected by this whole like uh, dilithium problem or whatever last year. But so we'll see. Um, I mean, it, it again, it was like one of like four or five stories, I guess at least four stories happening in this episode. Um, I was just a little frustrated by that, but at least none of them was a whole hour, <laughs> right? Um, none of them well, you know what the problem is sometimes? I mean, we've, we've had this, pro- talked about this on other shows too. Um, sometimes when the A storyline isn't very good, it kind of makes um, the aspects of the other storylines stand out more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there. What like the I forget, what was it? Like there the was, book storyline didn't need a whole episode. Didn't need a whole, yeah. whole hour. There was. Um, yeah. I remember there was some show. I don't remember what show it was that we used to watch, but we were constantly talking about how the B storyline was so much better than the A storyline. It was like every week. Yeah. But, yeah, but I don't yeah, know what show it was. That's going to come to me in like half an hour while we're talking about something else. Um, <laughs> oh, right. Speaking speaking of speaking of things coming to people, so mm-hmm. I've been doing a castle. I've been re, I've been watching Castle because I ran oh, out yeah? of things to watch. I've been watching I've been watching Castle because I love you know I love Fillion, Nathan Fillion and uh, yeah. I've always wanted to watch it. And Jamie always spoke so highly of it. So I started watching yeah. it a couple months ago, and I you know. It's like I have to want to watch something, do something. So I, the last episode I watched, it started playing this tune at the end of the episode, towards the end of the episode, and it sounded, the tune sounded so familiar, and I cannot place it. I have replayed this tune <laughs> like a hundred times already tonight, and I couldn't place it. <laughs> and I know really? if I stop thinking about it, it'll eventually come- it'll come to me. But the funny thing is, I know the tune isn't exactly what I'm thinking of because I'm pretty sure it's an original score for the show, but it's very, 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 very similar to something I've heard before that I'm trying to place. And I asked yep, Alyssa to listen to it, and she could play. Yeah, I asked Alyssa to listen mm. to it. You know, like maybe she would think, well, I'd be like, oh, that's from this or whatever, you know? And I was like, it's probably a, nice, huh? a score, you know, it's probably part of a score from Lost 
Probably. Whatever it is, I've heard it more than once. It wasn't like I heard it in something one time and that was it. I know I've heard it multiple times in the same thing. I just can't figure out what it was. Interesting. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's going to come to you all. Ooh, ow. Yeah. Oh, I just stepped on a piece of glass in my house. Um, ow. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, hey, before so before we leave the Federation, I have one question about this episode for you. Yes. Did it seem odd to you that the Federation turned down to, to, to what, Ginny, whatever her name was, uh, the murderer, says, I tried to get the dilithium and the Federation turned me down. And Michael says, oh, yeah, they only give it to planets. They don't give it to individuals. And I felt like that was a bit of a plot hole because I'm pretty sure if you said, hey, Federation, I found an entire race. I discovered a new race of people who no, are not a plot on the moon. No? Explain it to me. They specifically, because um, Mike, Michael actually says it. She's like, they won't give it to an individual person because she didn't want right. to reveal the, the, the species. She didn't want to reveal oh. the species. She oh, was so keeping she didn't it tell them. Because, yeah, she didn't want to tell them because then what happens? People swoop in and, you know, she's already trying to protect them from pirates. You know, yeah. so here they're sleeping, and until Michael wakes them up, they're you know they're subjected, you know, could be subjected to who knows yeah. what. So he didn't okay. want to tell people about them. Okay, so that just escaped. Now me. it's that a different story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you just missed that like, line. Yeah. I was like, "What the hell? Why don't you tell, and then you'll be good." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So All here's right. Jamie. Hi, Hi, Jamie. Hello, friend. How are you? So, I am good. I am tired, but otherwise I am good. How are you? Well, we're good. You're finding I am late. That's okay. The timing is kind of perfect. Perfect timing. Yeah, but I did uh, finish 4,400. I was watching it while I was eating my... I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) No, it wasn't that It was bad. It was bad. It was not, It was equal to the standard the show has set for itself. Uh, yeah, yes. it was, I mean, it was no worse than usual. Actually, it kind of was. But yeah, right. It's an hour of my life I'll never get back when I should have been doing work. Yeah, it was like 42 minutes. Do you want to do the other stuff first, or did you want to talk about We don't yeah, need to go talk ahead. about that first. Do, okay. Do your, do your who and dead. Bad television. Um, yeah, this has not been a great week. Okay, well, let's talk about Doctor Who then. So okay. What, what did you think about the episode? I'll let you go first, and I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> I thought was bad. I'm sorry, but I, I thought it was a bad end to a bad six episodes. It, it was a total miss for me. Um, and I thought this... Um, we returned to the problem we had in the first episode, which was way too many people. Like, I, I wish Doctor Who sometimes was a different kind of, like, Doctor Who doesn't really kill people. This is the kind of show where if it was Walking Dead, we'd be like, oh, my God, they got to kill at least six people before we get to the end, right? <laughs> but, like, and the only person they killed was the best person, right? So Jericho gets yeah. killed. He's awesome. I'm like, could you please kill Dan from Liverpool? I can't stand that guy anymore. I don't know why you don't um, like Dan. I like Dan. Oh, really uh, he's. I mean, I like he's, too, 
but I still like Dan. He's not a. He's just not. Uh, it's okay. He's allowed to annoy you. You don't have to like. He him. annoys me. He. he uh, there's just not enough to him. Anyway, I. I thought. Yeah. I. I just. There were way too many people. There's way too much going on. They should have totally cut. I know Doctor Who likes to show historical stuff. And my friend from Liverpool was really into the idea that they, these tunnels are real and blah, blah, blah. But the whole thing with the guy in the tunnels underground should have been cut completely. That, right? That's a whole part of the story that could have been cut. Yeah. I, just, I really don't think that was necessary at all. They could have had a different – I mean, I, I guess the point was um, – partially to get them back but i mean she could have found them another way i i agree i think that whole storyline was unnecessary um you know there were certain things i liked i would say overall it wasn't a great episode i would agree with you but okay certain things i liked. I, i did feel as much as i didn't necessarily like the story i did feel like this episode was like more i guess exciting regardless of of the writing like I felt because you know I read something somebody wrote which is actually quite I feel like quite true which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing but as much as the story has sucked this these six episodes it has felt more Doctor Who this this season than it has in a while I feel like so I like the tone of it I didn't like per se everything not necessarily making sense and having too much but like the feel does that make sense? I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense. Like like it was a fun episode but it had a lot of problems and wasn't written great. Um like I mean like I said, there were certain things like I'm glad that certain things got wrapped up, but um like I understand how I like I liked how for instance, I did I did like how the Centaurans like were um trying to broker peace just so they could like kill them and throw them at the um at the antimatter i thought that was kind of cool i mean again we didn't need all this crap i'm not saying that we needed it but i didn't i I liked the way that they incorporated them although why in the world we had angels in there anywhere in between is beyond me Uh, i think i agree with you that should have been completely Um, cut also the only really good part about the weeping angel storyline is that it introduced this guy uh, Eustatius Jericho, who I loved. Uh, Claire, like all of that with Claire, like almost all of it could have been. Like Vinder didn't really need right. Claire to bring that bit about with the passenger. Um, yeah, they could have that, made Jericho be psychic. Like they didn't need both. I mean, I understand yeah. why they had Claire because they needed a yeah. psychic, but he could have been psychic. Um, and the Grand Serpent that... turned out to be a total dud. The Grand Serpent also was, like, this totally unnecessary guy who, like, for a while there, you think he's going to be the master. I was a little annoyed about that because yeah. I do feel like Chibnall's obsessed with the master and could we, like, go, could Maybe. we not have the master? Like, but he turned out I to think... not be the master to just be annoying. Yeah, and I feel like, I wonder, I think, I must have said this to you in text maybe because I remember saying this, I think it was to you I said it. I, I like how they had like him affecting unit like through the years. I think that was interesting, but I I still don't feel like there was any reason or motivation or I don't understand why he hated unit. I I, I don't like there was, it didn't make a lot of sense. Right. I honestly kept thinking because to me, his clothes still seem a lot like swarm jacket. I really thought it was going to end up that he's going to, it was going to turn into him or something. I don't know. I just kept feeling like that's the whole thing. Apparently, it had nothing to do with that. It was completely off. 
Um, but but yeah. so I, I did like that Bender and Dell got together again. Did we really need them? I don't know. But I liked it. I also liked that Diane, who was like nobody, I appreciate the fact that like she didn't have to be like one of the companions that was like with the doctor. Like she figured it out. On her own. Like, not only yeah. did she figure out pretty much how to escape passenger, which is pretty cool, but she figured out how to, um, like, what the they were trying to do with the antimatter and everything. Like, she sort of figured out what they could do and that they could put it into the passenger to get rid of the energy and stuff. Because I did, like, the, the fact of them using passenger, who was an infinite matter, to get rid of the antimatter, like, that made sense. That was the one part of the plot line I was like, yeah. that was a yeah. cool way of using that. Yeah. That part. Um, but those were like kind of the positives, but for every positive, there was probably more negatives. Um, yeah. Other than I said, like the tone, the thing that I, I was most annoyed with is that I feel like part of the idea of this, what they were doing with the story was interesting to me, but it was the way it was so convoluted to get there. Like I liked the fact when you figured out if you understood it, cause it took me like, I wasn't even sure the first time that mm-hmm. swarm in them, that there was no creature they were trying to get out. Like it was just, they I were know. trying to release time. I think the idea of that can be interesting because it's like the chaos of time and time is a prisoner. And like, I kind of liked, I guess that we'll sort of say that metaphor. It's not exactly a metaphor, but the way they did it, it was so confusing. Like, I honestly had to watch parts of it twice to be like, wait, they really are talking about time. And the biggest Mm -hmm. problem I had with that is that, like, they're like, we're going to sacrifice the doctor to you. Yeah, it didn't take it. But time is neither good nor evil. It it doesn't, to me, make sense that it would even expect them to sacrifice something that what they did would matter in any way. Yeah, it makes sense. That being said, obviously the part of, like, you know, your, your, your time's coming to an end or whatever. That's foreshadowing she's going to die, but we knew that anyway. That's not a big deal. Um, but, yeah, I, I just I think, like, there are nuggets of good ideas. They just did not execute many of them very well. <laughs> for, yeah. For, I, I guess is the best way I can say it. Um, and the thing about them sounding like there's going to be something with the master, I don't get. But what, what irritated me, I think – there were a couple things, but one of the biggest things I think, and this probably irritated you too, is that she spends the whole season, and even more so the season, trying to recover these memories, and then she throws it into the TARDIS. That was the dumbest I know. thing. I know. That irritated I know. the crap out of me. Not only, like, she's totally, like, desperate to know, to have those memories and to figure it out. And then she, like, tells the TARDIS, like, never give it back to me. Oh, in case I ask. Great. You know it came back. But that also, Ethnis, um, so I'm not the only person who has not entirely loved uh, the full, like, Chibnall, the whole so the whole Jodie Whittaker run, I haven't loved. I mean, I've loved parts of it, but this kind of obsession yeah, with 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 the do- who is the Doctor, the Doctor's origins, like 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 the Doctor, like we now have so many different things we've been told over the years about where the Doctor came from, and you know the Doctor was a Time Lord and the last of a race, and then the Doctor turns out the Doctor was the Timeless Child. Turns out the Doctor was, I mean, sort of a kidnapped sort of adopted right and then it turns out the doctor was in division like all this like like 
I don't. Re- I didn't ever really need to know that much about the doctor's past. I mean, a big thing about the doctor, previous doctors, particularly in the Russell Davies, the doctor was haunted by the things the doctor has done, um, mm-hmm. and we never really knew that much about it. And that was kind of cool that the like. I don't know. Like, like this whole. I, I don't love the division storyline at all. Period. Yeah, um, I know. The thing that irritates me too is like it's is how it rewrites everything. I don't mind if she had other regenerations she didn't know about. That wasn't what irritated me. I think what irritates me is that, like, they're saying that basically there are no Time Lords and that she's the only one of her kind and they created them from her and all that. That's the part of the story that I really don't like is that part of the retcon. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, they changed too much. But the other thing I wanted to mention in the episode that also irritated me is I like the conversation that Azor had with the doctor where she was, like, trying to understand why the doctor wants everything to live and, you know, because she's good and she's trying to understand it. I think there was, like, seeds of interesting parts in there. But the thing that made me really mad is she says, we're going to kill, kill everybody you care about and we're going to put it on a loop so you can watch it again and again and again and suffer like you did us to us. But she never explains mm-hmm. what she did. It was yeah. so horrible that they wanted to make the doctor suffer, but she never says what it was she did. And that, to me, more than probably even more than the pocket watch problem, is a problem because they were like the main villains of the season. And I have no idea why they hated the doctor at all. They did not explain that. So no, yeah, no. And then and that, then they almost introduced this person like like Azure and Swarm are always talking about the savior who we never really find anything out. The savior is another... That's the thing. There is no savior. But it's, a, it's savior another crystal head. It's another crystal head person. It's just, I mean, okay, it's not. Okay, so you didn't understand that either. That's what I wondered and why I said it was so confusing. If you rewatch it, you have to listen. Because I rewatched it a couple times and seemed to understand it. The savior is not another crystal head person. The savior oh, is the savior. not. Because the but savior the looks like the doctor or later. Right. Yeah. That's because the savior is like, it's like she said, it's like ego. But if you listen to it, they say time is our witness when they say the savior more than once. So that was what I was saying to me was too confusing because it made it sound like they were trying to release this bad thing, but they weren't. They were trying to release time from its prison because they wanted to create chaos. At least that's how I understood it. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah. What I, I mean, that. it's just, so it makes no sense, though, which is the biggest problem. I mean, it makes no sense for time to be a person because time is a is a concept. That's what I said. Time a, is not good or quantum, evil. Time just or is a quantum you know? force or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. So I tell you one thing that really bothered me. Uh, so you know how the Suntarans' plan is to have the Cybermen and the Daleks get wiped out by the Flux, and then mm-hmm. like the Doctor's like, okay, here's my plan just to wipe them all out. Like, they all get wiped out by the flux at the end, right? Uh, yeah, she killed them no, all. I thought that was kind of weird because that didn't make any sense. Because I, I meant to put that in my review. I didn't even put that. Because I was thinking, she just left all of them to die. Which I it's think something, funny, but makes no sense. No, it's she something the do. doctor would never, ever, ever do. The doctor, tried to we saw... Them or giving them a we chance. Saw for 800 years, the doctor's been tortured by, like, like, like the genocide of, like, right, of on Gallifrey. Yeah. Like the doctor, the time war, like, like haunts the doctor. 
ever like all all previous incarnations of the Doctor um, that we've watched since 2005 are are so guilty over that, and the Doctor never really kills people if he she doesn't have to, right? Yeah. But right. the doctor he didn't, he would didn't never. At all. She, oh, ow. I mean, no, literally. I mi- okay, maybe Daleks, because the, the like the Daleks have always been like shown as like truly evil, as opposed to like the Centaurans are like a very um, militaristic. Yeah, but conquering. he usually tries to give them way too many chances. Still. Yeah. Like yeah. usually for the doctor, like that. After- for the doctor, just be like, let me like basically like uh like have three entire species wiped out. Uh, just, I mean, it doesn't really... And the other thing is, why did the Daleks and the Cybermen agree to peace? That's my other problem. Oh, because they, they were all going to get... Peace. But they still now, would not have agreed because, because they were all going to get wiped out by the Flux, and so the Santarans lied and said, let's all, like, have a temporary truce because we know a way to avoid, like, all getting killed by the flux. Right. It's really a trick. But I'm just saying I can't see them accepting that truth, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, I feel like they should have been trying to betray them right back. Um, oh, maybe they were. Maybe they were. I mean, we never saw them. Yeah, that, I guess right? Like, we never. That's true. Um, I mean, but, um, we never saw anything like yeah, that. Maybe I they were, know. but. This season is just a mess. Although yeah. I did appreciate that the doctor at the end at least was like to Yaz, I shouldn't have done what I did. I need to be, you know, like saying she needed to talk to her. I mean, she never did, <laughs> but yeah. she's saying she did. I guess that's something. Also, the thing is, there was so much of the doctor in this. There, was, again, wasn't time for the companions. Although I will say I did like the three doctors. I thought she was funny when she was interacting with herself. I mean, I think it took up too much of the episode. But, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, it I'd wasn't like worth it. it. I didn't like it. Right. I don't. I don't like having three doctors. Yes, there were some good, there were some good lines to be had with the doctor talking to herself, but it wasn't worth like, uh, like a non. To me, that's like a nonsensical. Like they just throw some sci-fi nonsense at you about how it's possible, and like, like, like to me, it wasn't worth it to get a couple good lines in. But well, I, uh, I, I liked it, but I don't think it was worth it because it made too much of the yeah. episode. Because that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there was no yeah. time for anybody else. Like yeah. maybe if it had only been a couple minutes or something. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. This whole season's a mess. Um, uh, but I, I do still feel though, and that's what I was saying. I thought was weird is as much as it was a mess, it did still to me feel more Doctor Who than last year did. Well, like, I mean, he hasn't really felt. I mean, I, uh, Jodie's a great actress, don't get me wrong, but she's never really felt like the Doctor to me, and this year she, she felt more to me like truly the Doctor than she did before, regardless of the horrible writing. Well, Which, I mean, like the Doctor... It's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm just saying... I mean, the Doctor does get a personality change every time. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, the Doctor was more um, a person of action, maybe, in these six episodes I mean maybe because there was less of it I mean I know part of the reason it was only six episodes was um because of COVID right and maybe if they've been able to stretch this out to eight episodes it wouldn't have felt overstuffed every week um 
Yeah. I mean, I, I do. I, I still think they said, we have all these storylines. We're going to do a really good story. And then they're like, you only get half the episodes. Yeah. Well, we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, should like have cut, they should have cut the Grand Serpent. Like, maybe the Grand Serpent could have been a good standalone Monster of the Week kind of episode, right? Um, mm-hmm. But the Grand Serpent was a waste of our time. And, like, throwing Unit in there was... <sighs> Like, units cool, I don't know. but we didn't necessarily need it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they definitely yeah. could have cut out probably a third of the storyline overall. Yeah. Like, if they had yeah. somehow made it so... Well, the thing is, we had we had Swarm in them, too. So, really, you didn't I even need... Yeah, I know. But I... I mean, we didn't really need another villain. Like, the Grand Serpent was, right. like, redundant in a way. Yes, yes. And he didn't so. really do anything or have any... He had no real... He did. He did nothing Perfect. of consequence at all in the entire show, right? Yeah, he just helped like, the Centaurs, but they could have done it without him. I mean, yeah, yeah. Although um, that part, I was just thinking when I said about the Centaurs, though, that part with um in the with all the candy, that was kind of funny. I'm not was, sure but, why yeah. he was addicted to candy, but it was funny. And it's more Dan Starkey, I, even if it's not Shrek. Yeah. I do love yeah. that. Um, yeah. I mean, I. I would say uh, this season, I liked that Yaz had more to do. Um, I still wish they would let Yaz just be the companion and they didn't have to shove another man in there to, to, you know, like, I would love to see. Like, Yaz was solo with the Doctor for a while, totally off screen, right? Yeah, um, I think it's Sam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and and I like Carvinista. I think Carvinista is a great new character. Yeah, and I I don't I dislike Bell and Binder. He might have been a companion. Yeah. I think that was kind of interesting because it makes sense. Like, why would she only take humans? Well, you know, yeah. I never really think about it, but it totally she makes only sense. takes Earthlings. Yeah, because Earth that's her what favorite it, well, planet or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Earth, yeah. Like, you said humans. Yeah, you said um, humans, but humans come from Earth. Anyway, <laughs> we're both. You're correct. Um, but Humanoid. yeah, it was. <laughs> but yeah. It yeah. Made sense, so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, it was kind of a mess, and I'm looking forward to. So I guess the New Year's is another Chibnall story, and then we'll get Russell Davies. Um, yeah. No, you've seen in the, future. the preview, right? I mean, if you know the name of the episode, you know what the what it, the New Year special is about. It's a Dalek. It's really spoilers. Okay, it's a Dalek. This episode. is the other problem I have. She just killed all the Daleks. So how are they there? I, know, right? I mean, I know that somehow they showed up, but like, shouldn't they have at least yeah. waited a little bit? I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say know. because the New Year's episode, the Christmas, whatever, used to be Christmas, it tends to stand alone and be unconnected really to, you know, it's not always connected to. But usually at least I mean, it, 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 it fits I mean, it in the place in like timeline at least yeah, usually. Though. Yeah, like they introduced, you know, well, Clara, you know, Clara was in it and uh, went before she yeah. was companion and whatever. But, I mean, it tends to not be. I mean, I don't know if it was written, was it written before or after, filmed separately, I, I don't know, possible. but I guess maybe Probably there were not. some, because the other thing about, like, like, okay, were there some Daleks who were not at Earth right then? No, because part of the story was that Earth was the last planet standing and everyone was trying to come to Earth, right? So, yeah. So... With Scarrow already. I mean, I know like, they yeah, have to have know. some of them survive. I get that. That's yes. the show. Yes. But having them yes. show up the very next episode, yeah, it doesn't yes. really work. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's the biggest problem. A little problem. crazy, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, so. I, I'm anyway. so sad it's 
over, I still enjoy it on the whole, whether I'm complaining about it or not. I mean, I'm not <laughs> hate watching it like I am other shows, but um, it's still better than Fear know, the Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Which I'll remain, remain nameless. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I still enjoyed every week. Although, I'll tell you, you know what shows, Karen, you know, you just like how you said the other week that I said it was bad and I never say it was bad. You know what I said the, yeah. said Sunday? And I couldn't believe I said this. Okay, I watch it on a feed. You know that. I watch it when it comes on BBC. I was reading a book before it was on, and I'm like, crap, I don't want to stop to watch it. And I'm thinking, <laughs> that shows how bad it is that Jamie does not want to stop to do to go watch it right Jamie now. Jamie wants to. I mean, I do, but. <laughs> Yeah, that I wanted to finish my book first. That that doesn't happen. Um, so, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully, um, it will be better once there's different writers. I kind of feel bad yeah. for Jody though, because I feel like she could have gotten a lot better, and they really, I think she didn't do well because of the writing. I mean, I yep, think she could have done a lot better, and I really her. don't think it was her fault. Yeah. I think she would have done, you know what's funny, too? As much as I think she is funny and she does good with the comedy, I think she would have benefited from a more serious storyline because she seems to be a more, at least from what I've seen her in, a more serious actor. I think that it might have went over more better. I don't know. I guess we won't know. Maybe. We'll never know. But we'll never know. I think overall, I mean, I do wish, uh, I said last week, this is my least favorite like season ever of Doctor Who, and I wish that the first woman Doctor, like that, I felt it was like just knocked out of the park the entire three. You know, would love to have her had a great, great run. I, but uh, maybe there, I mean I know there are some people out there who thought it was great, and who yeah who, who I mean I, I want a male Doctor back. I admit that, but I want a male Doctor back because I don't like change, not because I don't want it to be a female. I just like it the way it was. But I do think that the reason it didn't do good and wasn't great, it wasn't because she was female. It was because the writing was not great. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. So. I I mean, yeah. I mean, anyway. I'm not sure. Maybe it's still stuck. There's no way to know. But Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah. So, all, all right. right. Let's move it along here. Uh, World Beyond or Fear? Let's do World Beyond first. All right. In terms we'll of what we'll we'll we saw this week on these yeah. two shows, I think World Beyond we should talk about first. Um, yeah, although, you know, I feel like, I don't know. I, and maybe it's just because it's been a while since I watched it, but I almost feel like, I feel like they should have, number one, had the last two episodes air together, maybe. Because I feel like yeah. the episode before the finale was maybe even a little bit more exciting. I don't know why, yeah. but I found this, especially for a series finale, it was kind of flat to me. Um, well, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't that it wasn't good. I mean, it, it's still walking dead, but I mean, it, I don't know. It just seemed like, like more, more, see more stuff. How I don't know. Just for whatever reason to me, I feel like the other one, the episode before this was a little more exciting. And, and I guess also a lot of it was predictable. I mean, we, we said that we, and I mean, I had said the week before, you know, I really thought Huck was going to die. We said maybe Dennis would die. I did. I was surprised, though, about Silas shooting him. I thought that was it. Yeah. And the fact that Jadis still takes him as a soldier, I think that whole storyline is interesting. Um, what I have the, the biggest problem with that I don't understand, and I talked to you about this in, in the text, is that Iris decides she's going to leave. 
and nobody tries to yeah. stop her, which is also a problem to me. But because she's still, I mean, she's old enough, but still, the fact that her family is trying to stop her. But regardless of that, she's supposed to be going without them. So yeah. at the end, when they show her with Elton and the girl that I can't think of her name, the one Elton likes, yeah. were they supposed uh, uh, to be it, heading to Portland? Because it yes. makes no sense that it would have been only the children that went alone, that they took no adults. I have the biggest right? That's a problem. So then I thought maybe this was supposed to be she went to Portland and came back. But they well, told them looking through, yeah. the, through, the, through the binoculars like they were looking at the city. But I just don't understand that. Yes, they, yes it's supposed to be that they made and they it. Let in the- three kids go, one of whom just lost his arm and would be really sick to begin with. I yeah. would think. I mean, they, I mean, I guess they yeah. medicine, but yeah. still, he couldn't have instantly left because they're yeah. like, he might die, and then he's fine, and then he goes off to Portland, and even that girl's mother said something like, you know, they'll be in good hands with Iris or whatever, and that she has good people, like, and she also let her daughter go look. That's what I just don't understand these two kids went, or three kids well, went. Well, I mean, what was wrong with that? It just didn't make well, sense Well, and, and let's, let's remember that, that this entire two seasons only takes, like, three months like didn't they go from Omaha to New York in like two months right like it didn't take them so these kids have like never been outside the walls and when they walked to New York they did have Huck and Felix with them and now they're going to go by them right yes that makes no sense but there's there's like so much else to be annoyed about in this episode like and this whole show right if they just had made it like after she got back, it would have maybe made more sense. I just don't understand those last few minutes while they're walking off because it looks like they're going to Portland. A, they were supposed to have went right away. Elton couldn't have went with them. He would have been too hurt. He would have had to learn to not have an arm. It would, it would take himself. months to, to I mean, heal I'm from that kind of injury. That, but to just, right, right, to just leave and go three kids on their own. I just don't get it. Three kids would not go on their own. And the father I mean, just lets them go, doesn't try to stop them. So yeah, what we saw on Fear the Walking Dead was disgusting, but perhaps a slightly more realistic portrayal of what it means to have your arm cut off after there's no real hospitals left anymore, right? Right. Now, granted, they are in a much more contained, have medicine. I mean, they had medis- well, medicine, they, especially but, because they, <laughs> that kid, did, uh, what's his face, uh, uh, what's his name? Her husband didn't even need the medicine in the end. He got killed. They could have went back and got it. But they did I know, have but... facilities. They had medicine, but he still would not have healed that fast and did fine. Well, so. it's ridiculous. They're um, living in an underground shopping mall in Albany. Like, they're not in a hospital. They, whatever medicine well, they, they had. That they have set up in a mall underground as their rendezvous point. Like, they say multiple times in two episodes meet at the underground mall. I didn't pay enough like, attention to find out what it was. Like, I, like okay, w- like, we're setting aside forever the discussions about, like, where's electricity coming from and shit like that, right? Because it's it's the walking yeah. dead. Like, who knows? Yeah, who you just got to forget about um, that. But, yeah, so, I mean, I, I think those last scenes take place over a period of months where maybe they don't leave until Elton heals. And maybe they leave through – maybe they – I don't know. Uh, I mean – I, don't I feel like they I mean, wanted to have the, have them at the end together and show them going off into the sunset type of thing, but they could have done it in a different way. Or they could have just, nearly, you know, not had Iris leave. <laughs> that would have worked too for me. Um, I mean, yeah, it's not nearly, it's not Jamie, 
it's not nearly as ludicrous as the idea of like hope is a super genius and and she became so she goes from like the 10th grade to like all these scientists have probably like multiple PhDs and, and long careers as scientists or whatever. And now like a 16 year old is also in their midst and is like a, like she's such a super genius that she doesn't even need a basic education in the sciences. She just becomes like, like a scientist yeah. with them. And they're like, look at that yeast that like, I can't believe that one of the major like last scenes of the entire series is like talking about her yeast idea and how great it is. I'm like, really? Like, like super boring and like, what? That's what you're going to talk about? Um, I, I, so there's that. I mean, it was kind of. No, there were some things were okay. Like I liked. Yes. Okay. I liked what Hawk did. Um, yes. Although that being said, it confused me a little bit because she, they say that they need a timer for the, the bomb, right? So yeah. you kind of figure at that point somebody's going to stay behind and die. And yes. she totally lied to them to get them out of there and get them safe, yes. which I got, and that was fine, and I liked that. Mm -hmm. But what I didn't understand is the fact that she was able to use her watch as the timer. Like, why oh, did yeah. she you could... do that and then leave? But I did like that she screwed Jadis. I did like that she kind of, although granted – People always take time to tell their plans, you know, their dastardly plans. Yes. But I it was a very Batman kind of finding moment. that out. Yeah. But she gave yeah. Jadis time to live. But you knew that was going to yeah. happen. I told you, I thought from the very beginning Jadis would live just because Jadis is the crossover element. Um, yeah. I kind of figured that. But I did like that kind of, like, shock that she, that she beat her and that she screwed her. I liked that. Um, I, I mean, we knew. I don't know how we feel about Jada's screwing Elizabeth, I, I, I kind of like that in a way because I feel like Elizabeth got some of what she deserved, but at the same way, at the same time, Jadis didn't, <laughs> and Jadis became, like, the important person after that, so I don't know how I feel about it in that sense. Yeah, I am, um, so I feel a couple ways about this. I feel like you cast Julia Ormond and then you sideline her for so much of season two. Like, like the way you bring Jadis in is like at the expense of Elizabeth's character. Like Elizabeth goes on some mission somewhere and brings in Jadis to cover for her while she's gone. Like, I felt like really like you have to like, can't you find a way to have these two women both in the show? Like you have to like in the end, like, God, I felt like in the end, like, what was Elizabeth's real role on this show? Because she's not present for the, right? Like, I understand they need mm -hmm. Jadis as a crossover yeah. element, but you could have had Elizabeth do everything that Jadis did, almost, right? Except she, yeah. like, or maybe she had daughter, Jadis but... in the first, first place. Maybe yeah. not even had Elizabeth. Um, and have it be and Jadis. Yeah, so that might have made more sense. But... I was like, God, you have the great Julia Ormond, and she's, like, not even in, like, like half of the season because you have to have Jadis instead. Um, you yeah, know, and I, I, I like thought, Jadis. I like Julia Ormond, I mean, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't it. like Jadis. We like to hate Jadis, right? <laughs> we like her as a, as a villain, yeah. As but a I don't villain, like Jadis, yeah. like, oh, she's a good, a good guy. Yeah. I like her as she's a good villain. Um, I mean, do I but, buy that she's all in on the CRM? I don't know. I mean, I buy that Jadis traded Rick to get in for her own safety. I do I do I see Jadis really buying in? I don't know, but that's a separate conversation. 
Um, yeah, and I was going to say, to be honest, I don't know that I'd buy into many people buying into that, the fact that Mm -hmm. you're just going to, like, commit genocide. But I do appreciate the fact, though, that at least, even though it was a really shitty explanation, at least they did finally say, this is why we killed the other town, because we needed the resources. Um, It's dumb. It's dumb. I mean, it's It's not really different than a lot of the characters have done on The Walking Dead. It's just on such a huge scale. But I feel like well, preserving the human race is important, but if you're killing most of the human race, you're not really preserving the human race anymore, you know? Well, and we, um, we've had this conversation that people are a resource, and, like, do I buy that Omaha would be a drain on, on Albany? Who's growing all the food? Who's growing all the corn and all the yeah. cattle? It's not Albany. It's Omaha, right? Uh, yeah. But, but at least they had an explanation for it. Uh, like, I'll give you that. At least, like, they set the rules for the show, and that's one of the rules for the show, and so I can, I can be okay with that. Um, I, yeah. um, I, I kind of – so I'm really okay with, with the whole – so we knew Jennifer had to die because that's the only way she can really be redeemed is in giving her own life mm-hmm. to save the people she lied to. Dennis, I felt really bad mm-hmm. for Dennis um, because yeah. – like it's only because he's involved with her is why he has to be dead now. Um, I like the way they ended it with Silas and that like Silas, like he goes inside to try to like bring them down from the inside, but he's the only one. Like in the end, like Jen- nobody nobody goes inside with Silas. Jennifer and Dennis can't do it; they have to die. And Silas, yeah, is like, and I'm gonna like, like I yeah, wonder if he's gonna be brave. Would have ever been able to take it over, but I do like the part that I thought was even more interesting was the fact that he still sucks at lying, but Jadis is like, I don't care that you're lying. I care that you actually shot him. I thought yeah, that was more she's interesting sick, to me. Sick, horrible well, person. But, but I think the point is, I, I don't know that that makes her sick, but taking him for that, I feel like that was like saying, not that she's right, because nothing she does is right, but saying that he was valuable because he did what he had to do. Like, I can understand that from her point of view of she's killing all these people because that's what she feels she has to do. Yeah. So therefore she thinks yeah. that he would do the same thing. Doesn't make it true. She wants a, but I she wants a person who's, she wants a person who's willing to kill other human beings. She, I think right. she kind of is very impressed that he killed his father, which, and we saw that flashback and it's horrible, horrible scene. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And like, it's not, I mean, I also, like, at the end when you see him in uniform, like, you have to wonder, is Silas, like, is Silas going to be brainwashed and start to really feel like, um, like, become a believer? And it's maybe that's why Jadis, like, wants him, because Jadis thinks she can make him a believer, right? Yeah. Yeah, or um, what you assume she is. I mean, I think it's very possible that he could be in this sh- one of the other shows. Um, yeah. Because we have Jadis as the crossover element. I definitely could see uh, him popping up later. And, and yeah. I guess maybe we'll find out. Maybe not. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I thought that his his trajectory was kind of interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, but the rest of it, not a whole lot. I mean, things happened, but it wasn't like anything – you know, like I said, I feel like a lot of the, the ending of what was going down, as much as this was the end, like it started in the other episode. Yeah. So I think it would have been better am, to have like a two-hour finale. Yeah. 
I mean, I would say a couple of the things that, that I was really very disappointed that we never saw General Beale or learned who General Beale is or got anything there. Like, why not just make, why do you have this General Beale? Why not just make Elizabeth be the person or whatever, right? Like, like that was disappointing to me. And, and yet not interesting enough that I'm like, oh, I can't wait till the movie to see General Beale. Like, we know it's not Rick. General Beale is not Rick. Um, and, like, who really cares? So I was disappointed that kind of went nowhere after all the talk of General Beale. And my mm-hmm. other thing was, oh, I was going to say, I just feel like the first season was, like, was very bad, right? And the first season could have been, like, three, like, they could have done, like, the first season could have been a movie, and the second season could have been a movie, right? Like, I know these are supposed to be set up for the movie. Season. They didn't like, Gimp, to... Gimple, ha- yeah, Gimple has said this show is a bridge to to the movies and and Matt N- Negrete what like he I read an interview with Insider Insider mentioned that he told he told Insider that part of the purpose of 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 this season was to see these kids like leave the nest and go their separate ways so all the kids like when they when Hope and Iris like split up and go their different ways that was like sort of part of the purpose was the kids have grown up and they're going out into the world now um even though but, it was like I Yep. And I feel like the flashback to when they first went out that door oh, to that me was, was a little overly sappy. And, yeah, yes. it just reminded me of a whole bad first season. Yeah. Um, so there's all that. Um, the and then the thing I want to talk about. I know what you want to talk about. Is that what you already said? I want to talk about well, Because, okay. Yes. That was what should have been the big thing. And Maybe I'm just not reading into it what everybody does. Maybe you're supposed to read more into it. But to me, the only thing that that, that says to me is, okay, Jenner was in it. That was kind of cool that they had the video of him. But the only thing that says to me is that it's been going on all over the world. That's what that scene said to me. But apparently it says to everybody else that – But yeah, we knew that. But apparently it says to everybody else because of whatever experiments they did, there's a new new strain of walkers that are stronger and faster because that lady immediately goes and beats on the door. Like we've seen walkers act like that. It's a fresh walker. That does not to me. Uh, that does no, not say no. That in any Jamie, way she was shot in the head. Up. Jamie, she was shot in the head and she stood up. She was shot in the head and she stood up. Oh wait, she was shot in the head. I okay, am pretty sure. I am pretty I didn't sure that. I mean, I watched it only twice, and I looked, and I was pretty sure she was shot in the head, and then she turns. I mean, we've seen pe- we've seen walkers turn quickly. She turns really fast, though, and then she goes right to the door and pounds on it. So, I mean, given what we saw in Fear, and we'll talk about that, but I think you're right. A lot of it was, like, we already, anybody who saw season one of Walking Dead heard Jenner say, oh, the French were working on it. The French thought they had, he's like, oh, the French were the last people standing, and the French thought they were getting pretty close. He says something like that, right? And so we knew that it was in Europe. Yeah. If she was shot in the head, then I find that I think she was shot in the head. The thing is, is nobody's mentioning that, which is why I don't know that that's accurate or that you're not supposed to know that. But if that was the case, they should have made it much more evident. Clearer. If that was the case. But everybody, everywhere I'm reading it is saying that there's a new strain of walkers and that they're sentient and that they're faster and all that. I I Uh felt, in my opinion, her going to the door like that, and, and again, maybe it's just because the writing doesn't convey what they want, 
to me, that seemed more done for cinematic effects than anything else. I did not take that as meaning anything until I started reading what everybody said. But even reading TV lines, it says that they're saying that um, he shot, it says, and I'm going to re- quoting this, this is from TV line, it says, with that he shot her and left, at which point she almost immediately reanimated and hurled herself with startling speed and strength at the doors of the French lab. So it would seem that there's a new strain of mega walkers that resulted from the scientist's experiment. See, I didn't get that at all. I'm sorry. I did. If, it, if that was the case, to me, they did not do it okay, in a way so here, that showed here's me the that. thing. I don't think it's a new strain. I think maybe it's the European strain, and maybe it's always been like that in Europe. But no one's taking planes or boats across the ocean anymore, so we don't have a we don't have like variants traveling around like we do like with the flu or with COVID, COVID or you know or uh, you know or um, HIV or whatever other kinds of diseases that that variants like no one is going to bring the French variant to America. So I, I took it like maybe it's not new. Maybe the French have been dealing with this for a while. So I read some speculation in, maybe it was Insider, um, that the Walking Dead franchise, like, has Scott Gimple realized that his stupid, shambling, slow walkers have not been a legit threat for, okay, this, this is not what Insider said. This is what I'm saying. What Insider said is, has the Walking Dead kind of, are they going to change the walkers to make them more deadly because so many other zombie franchises are popping up that have more threatening walkers? Like, and they specifically mentioned Army of the Dead has very fast and smart walkers. Um, I mean, I didn't watch Z Nation, but I think they had faster, smarter walkers. And so my adding on to that is that the walkers are pretty boring in most of the Walking Dead franchise now. They're only a threat to stupid people who need to be killed. Like, there's no reason people should really be killed by walkers unless you get overwhelmed. Um, and like, do they need to, is Walking Dead trying to like dial up the walkers to show more? To reboot it, yeah. Like, I could see that, Yeah, that makes sense to me. I can definitely see that. I just feel like it wasn't explained well. But um, the other thing is, is that's why I've read over and over again the truth that the Walking Dead originally would have been more interesting probably if Darabont had stayed because if you like yeah. watch the first one, like the walkers were smarter. Yeah. And and this gets into it makes me question, especially because of what you said, thinking about what you said, I wonder if that's why they brought the echo element into fear that made no sense. Like maybe they really are trying to push that. Oh, that makes no sense either. Yeah. No, 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 but I'm um, saying maybe they're trying to push this idea that the walkers yeah. are suddenly smarter. Not that it makes sense for them to do it that yeah. way, but maybe yeah. that was the reasoning behind it. I don't yeah. know. I just feel like if, like if, you, if, if they showed that she got shot in the head, like for sure you could see that, then I would say, wow, that's interesting. They can't kill them that way. But I, yeah. I did, see, I didn't even know, think of that. So I don't know. I just think it was very – I mean, maybe they, maybe they have a point. Maybe they wanted it to be your own interpretation. I, I don't know. I just, to me, was very, yeah. very underwhelmed by the, by the credit scene, post-credit scene. And, you know, the truth is, regardless of what it meant, I don't know that I care, which is the worst part of yeah. it. <laughs> I know. I know. And I, I also felt like – so what's the point of this because – like we're not going to suddenly like I know there's a whole bunch of new Walking Dead projects in the works including Tales of the Walking Dead is going to be an anthology and the movies and who knows what else and who knows what this is a bridge to maybe this is the movies I don't think we're going to see a lot of Walking Dead episodes that are set in France 
and they're going to really delve into what happened in yeah. France, right? Like we, right. Like, like, and, and I'm not interested in, so like, if you saw like the movie World War Z, which is nothing like the book, but in the movie World War Z, it's a global pandemic and Brad, a zombie thing and Brad Pitt's flying around the world to like, you know, he ends up in Israel with these zombies and whatever. Um, like, part of the appeal of the Walking Dead universe dating back to the comic book was that it's isolated groups of survivors just trying to get by. I don't know that I want to see the CRM and the French working together, talking. Like, I've seen Outbreak. I've seen that movie where Gwyneth Paltrow caused, like, you know, Matt Damon to – you saw that movie, right? What's that movie where Gwyneth Paltrow was Patient Zero and Contagion? Yeah. I've seen Contagion. We've all seen it, right? I just mm-hmm. – I – I, you're right. I don't care. I'm not interested. And I don't think we're going to have a whole France thing. And this is like, so this videotape that this tape of Jenner we see predates the premiere of Walking Dead because Jenner, when Rick gets to the CDC in season one, Jenner's wife is already dead, right? So this tape was made before Rick, um, of course, Jenner blows up. So uh, then Jenner blows himself up. So it obviously was made before season one of The Walking Dead. Yeah, that's what I said. I think the fact that they put that video in there, I think that was interesting, but like that was the only part. I feel like I was supposed to get a lot more out of it. I don't know. Um, it's possible. I, I it think... means it's possible means nothing, and it was just something they put in there to make us all talk about it during the hiatus, right? That's also possible. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's I also, also possible. I also think it was like, is it kind of a shitty thing to do to World Beyond? Because as soon as that came on, it completely erased from my mind any – caring at all okay first of all i don't really care at all about the people on world beyond and i'm not that like world beyond didn't end and i'm like god i wish i could find out what happens to iris in the future like whatever it's over yeah the place, I, right um yeah um no i know but but instantly like you're just like all into like what jenner is saying and what's happening and this new like it really it really sort of wipes all of the world beyond for the last few years away from my mind Right, it was like way you know. too huge. I think to tag on to this not very good show. It's supposed to be huge, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Here's the thing I was going to say though, and, and and yeah, and I don't know. Maybe I should say this, but good. Okay, sometimes in the past, in the past, maybe not now. The Walking Dead used to be a well-written show at the beginning. Okay, we we agree on this. <laughs> yes. I mean, it wasn't like yes. an Oscar-worthy show or anything, but when they were focusing on the people surviving and about how bad humans were and all that, it was interesting at the beginning. They just yeah. kind of dragged it on and on. I think yeah. that there's a possibility if they get good writers, if. I think that the Tales of the Walking Dead could be a better show and could be interesting because it would allow them to focus on individual stories of survival and maybe get more into character Analysis. I don't want to say development because it, it won't be, but analysis. Like they could have those character moments of like exploring people's psyches and the way they react and things like that. I think it could be interesting. I don't know that that'll happen, but I think Look, that part it, of the problem with The Walking Dead and part of why we said the world beyond worked a little better was because it had an end in sight. Yes. Part of the problem I mean, with The Walking Dead is it's the same thing over and over and over and over, and it's just like a continuation. Like it's just. It's just pulling the same so, story. So the flagship 
series better when Angela Kang came on board, right? The last two yeah. seasons have been better than like the previous seasons, like 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 devoted comic readers like AJ bailed because it sucked so much, and and it still is not great, but it's way better under Angela Kang. Fire Scott Gimple yeah. and put Angela Kang in charge of the whole franchise. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with that. Um, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm just curious how the new show will be. I, like, I'm I'm curious what it'll be like. I don't know that it's going to be any better, but well, we'll find out. Let's let's move on <laughs> and talk about the other show because we we got you know we got to yeah. keep moving here. Yeah. So let's talk about yeah, Fear the do. Walking Dead, which was a truly terrible, terrible hour of television. Right. I mean, it was just. I mean, so there were some good things. Um, Alicia Debman and Carrie can reappeared back, yes. and continued to be yeah. a fantastic actress. Only took half the season, yes. And she did the best she did the best she could do with the shitty material that is presented to her every week, or not even every week, just but on yes. forever. Story yeah, wise, writing wise, it was terrible. Right? I mean she's great. Coleman Domingo's yeah, great. Lenny sure. James is great. We're not we're absolving the actors of anything except signing their contracts was their fault. Um yeah, it isn't their fault. But and I, I just want to say, the people know because since I just posted it today, because it just happened today, because I didn't know about it till today, um, that not everybody knows that I did talk to Lenny James today. So that exclusive will be going up sometime this week. Um, which I know, is I can't good, wait I think to read it. Was a good interview. Because I, I got to talk about, you know, I mean, not that he per se like told me anything about what was going to happen, but we got to talk about like what's going on now. As opposed, you know, because there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, um, yeah, this episode, I mean, there were some pieces that were okay, but some things that made no sense. And this, this episode was so violent beyond needing to be. And that's why I said the one thing that grossed me out is bad enough that she cut off her arm with what would have been a very dull blade, which I didn't even watch it. I'm sorry. I don't watch that. I watch when they I'll kill walkers, but when they do shit like that, I don't, I close my eyes. I don't watch it. I'm a wuss. But um, what I thought was worse, though, and, like, made me want to throw up was when they showed, like, the pus leaking out of her arm. Like, what was the point of that other than to be gross? That was just The point disgusting. was to be gross. Yeah. yeah. The point but was, it was to be like, gross. But to me, that was gross. Like, it made me want to throw up gross. That wasn't gross. Like, ooh, they did something crazy. You know, that was, like, just gross. I don't want to see it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there was that. Um, I mean, it's sometimes surprising to me when they do something like that to a main character, but they did in the comics, so it's not like I don't necessarily expect it. And and they've done it in a way that they've given her a quote-unquote fake arm so they don't have to worry about special effects, which is a good thing. They did it. Um, they did I don't comic understand book and... how she made a prosthetic. I don't get that, how she made a prosthetic with bones and metal, and I don't know what the hell she did. That part confuses me. <laughs> not that it matters, yeah. but I'm just saying. I was surprised, though, that they did that with her and Elton in the same week. That, to me, was a little weird. Uh, like, they wanted similar storylines. I was a little surprised by that, although they may have never intended them to air at the same time. I don't know. Um, well, I, I think I, I texted to you, I'm really sick of everybody on the show chopped, getting their arm chopped off and living. Like, it, it's like getting bit by a zombie you know, if you're if you're if you're a bad guy, you get bit in the neck and you die. And if you're one of our people, you get bit in the arm and you just chop it off and you live, right? Like, yeah. like how many people? Yeah. Uh, and and you know, to your point about the comic book, Kirkman, Robert Kirkman has said many many times in many many interviews that he wishes he had not chopped off Rick's arm in the comic book and he wouldn't do it again. 
Yes, but he's not in charge of the show now. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that. No, no, no. Um, so, but, so um, this, I, have, I mean, aside from, yes, that was purely disgusting just for shock value and annoying, but the, the, that entire story was preposterous, and I'm very upset. I'm really feeling ripped off that when we finally learn what Alicia went through in the bunker, that she apparently lived uh, in there for five minutes. Uh, she fell in love. She didn't fall in love. Like, Will falls, basically, fell in love for sight. They have two, but that, that, there's no basis shown to us on screen for that happening. They have, like, three scenes together, right? Like, there's no And also, she was love. passed out half the time. <laughs> so, um, there, we, is, we're given no reason to believe that. He loved her. I mean, yeah. that was, but I was the entire, I'm just really, um, yeah. no, I, I wish, the, I, I think they did not, I would have loved to have seen an entire episode that was really showing Alicia living underground there for a few months because we also have seen, like, they gave us no reason to believe that these people would follow Alicia. They're just like, oh, Teddy said she hates us and doesn't want to be here, but Teddy said so, so I guess we'll follow her forever now. Duh, that was so dumb. And they also it was. like That's we that I liked when she was basically like you said you're gonna follow me you're gonna do what I fucking tell you like I did sorry I should swear no but, but I did why like would that. she want them she why does she want them off. to follow her they went around no, no, killing no, no. people I mean, let me rephrase that I mean whenever she did it to save his life when she was like oh. pulled them off and like made them listen to her I liked that Alicia taking charge and being like you said I'm the leader then I'm the leader type of thing that part I liked. The rest of that, them okay. falling, yeah, I could care less okay. whether or not they die. No, but, but, but <laughs> let me ask you a question. Why is she leading these people to Padre? It's literally a murder cult that wants to turn you into compost to grow vegetables. That's all they did I know, I for, like, an entire two start... seasons. And she's going to take them to yeah, Padre where they can... Yeah, I to lead them underground, right? I mean, that was kind of the point. Yeah. That he wanted her to, like, grow, grow, create a new people. And, yeah, why they followed her, I don't know. Although I don't know that all of them did, because obviously the one was throwing the, the walkers at Strand's building, and that wasn't part of well, her. Well, Arno, so Arno I, didn't follow I just, her. Yeah. So I tend to think that maybe some of the ones there weren't all insane, and maybe some of them were okay. Well, I mean, because you never know. They were kind of brainwashed. It's hard to tell. I, so I tend to think I don't know. they're going to waste. Gonna, I think they're going to waste our time in the future with another flashback about her and that guy, maybe. And I just wish they would have showed us some sort of more comprehensive look at Alicia and her relationships underground with these people and not just like she like I also like I think getting bit was her own fault like don't even tell me there's no way Alicia could defend like the idea that Alicia one of the most experienced fighters across the yeah, three shows didn't even try to fight back yeah I mean like and she like, basically you, got bit twice because she got bit when Strand was there. Now, granted, the whole point of her getting by bit was to show zombie. that it didn't matter. She because bit, already, well, she got bit twice by the same zombie. <laughs> right. But it was the point, I think, of showing that she got bit and it didn't matter because it was supposed to be this big reveal she'd lost her arm already. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the point of that. But it was done in a bad way. Um, the most that time, it was even more so fault. Yeah. But, I mean, the fact that she that time got bit by it, whether her arm was there or not, was just stupid. Um yeah, I was thinking that we have Aaron too. That's right. I didn't even think about that. They have him on all the shows now. Um, but uh, yeah, she barely tried to defend herself um, in the, the pipe. She made a point of co- yeah, and she made a point of covering herself with zombie guts. The zombie shouldn't have even bit her technically. But, well, and 
if you're going to follow a zombie around, do what Michonne did in, like, in, in the comic book and in the and show. And kept thinking, she cut her jaw off, man. She removes their jaw so they can't bite her, right? Or rip out their teeth That's or, stupid. like, something. It did seem really stupid. Because, now, granted, I had already, because you spoiled me without meaning to, I already knew something was going to happen, and I kind of wondered if it was going to happen in the flashback because of the way they did. You, it looked like Alicia had a glove on, and you couldn't. I kind of wondered. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, it was really stupid what she did. But technically, if she covered herself with zombie guts, I mean, she got she covered in, like, the, the rubble and stuff. Rocks and, and yeah. Had blood on her, yeah. So, yeah, I, I definitely think that whole thing that went down was um, – I, I more have – a problem, though, with, and I forget what the other thing I was going to say, but the one thing I want to say is I do have a problem with this idea of the zombie having, I mean, it kind of makes sense a little bit, I guess, that they could have, I, I told you, I described it almost like I wonder if it's sort of like a muscle memory. Like if maybe they go back to whatever it is they were doing when they died. Yes. And we think of yes. like Morgan's wife that this happened to. But the thing was, that was, I think, more at the beginning of the show before they changed it and screwed it up. So the yeah. fact that this has not happened for, for how many years, and then they bring it back, that's what I have a problem with. And then they killed the guy. So was that all for nothing? Was it just to show Alicia needed something to bleed? I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I that, that um, whole, it was you have a point that with Morgan's wife, Jenny, you know, on Walking Dead when she's coming to the door and turning the knob, it's her house where she lived with the people she loved. So I think muscle memory, it, like, you picked the exact right term for that. Um, but to think that but the they zombie is – and, and, and there's no precedent for that on Fear the Walking Dead. That's a Walking Dead thing with Morgan. That's not a Fear the Walking Dead thing with Alicia, right? And then also the idea that – that it contains that a zombie would have the higher cognitive function to be like, oh, I'm going to go walk to this place that I only read about and never have been. And like, what? Like, there's, that's, that's ridiculous, that right? That's muscle memory. That makes no sense. I mean, I, I that's mean, not I muscle memory. That's just she needed something to believe, yeah, I, think, I guess, yeah. was maybe the point, but it just wasn't, it didn't come across well. I think, like, like if, you had, if, if we talk to Alicia Devon and Carrie at the end of the season, she might say something like that, that, it's really about Alicia thinking she's going to turn and wanting to believe that when you turn, it's not like the end. Although that doesn't jive at all with the beginning of the episode where, okay, this is also ridiculous, where Alicia's like, you know, everyone on Walking Dead always says, like, if I turn, please kill me. And Alicia says to Will, listen, if I turn, I could kill everyone underground, so make sure if I, if I turn, you kill me, right? And then she wakes up uh -huh. and she's like, why didn't you kill me? And he's like, well, you didn't turn. So I didn't kill you, and she's like, "No, I hate you. I You're know. the worst, right?" But she's like, like "I told you if I had a fever to kill me. Like, what if you had the flu? How would he know?" But and also, he didn't well, know enough about the walkers to know what it meant. But here's what I have, and this is what I was going to say. I had the problem with, okay? And we, we talked about this in the text. I understand Gabriel got an infection from the Walker blood, and that's how he lost his eye, or his, not his eye, but his sight. Sorry. Yeah. Um, because he was really sick for a while. And I can buy that she had an infection because of that. And like I said to you, the fact of the matter is that she's the sole weapon and they have no medicine. I more think she would die from, like, gangrene. Well, not gangrene, but you know what I mean, die from yeah. an infection yeah. of bacteria, not from the zombie virus. But the yeah. point is, is that we know from lore, and granted, we're an audience, we're not a character, but 
we know that they already have the virus in their body. We've always kind of explained it as when they get bit, it speeds it up, okay? But we also know that if they chop the limb off, it stops it from spreading. For her to have lived for weeks and been sick with this infection, and her to think she's still, now granted, these writers, it could be what's happening, but for her to still be infected and dying from the zombie bite weeks later makes absolutely no sense, especially with the whole point of, of World Beyond. Why don't they just study her then? Because apparently you can get infected and completely be going to die and don't die for weeks and weeks and then later die. You know what I mean? Like, if she didn't yeah. die now, yet yeah, she's not going to die from it, unless they just right. did something weird, and you never know what the show. But she had an infection. That doesn't mean it was from the zombie. It's because she had an infection yeah. and almost died it, it from is, infection. It is far more likely that when you answer you take your own arm in a drain pipe full of rats that you might get an infection, right? Like that's the likely answer right now. And for her to be like, Oh, I've been sick for months and I've taken antibiotics. It doesn't work. Like I, I totally have zombie virus. It's taking a long time. Like, and no one's like, that's never happened before Alicia. You're the only person like, so you read the speculation. Like there's much speculation in comment threads. No, on the internet. I have, Okay, and I thought of this. I thought of this. So it's not just spec, but I thought of it when I watched, so it's my own spec also. Um, is she going to turn out to be, is she immune? Or or not immune, but she's able to fight it. She's like the first person we've seen who fought it. Although Gabriel fought it also, right? Gabriel gets zombie blood in his eye, and he loses it. He gets really sick, but he lives, but he loses his vision in one eye, right? Um, Alicia yeah, already know, got she already got zombie blood in her mouth. It like, didn't take eleven years for them to do it. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, also, my concern. Also, why does nobody say, "Oh, maybe you have radiation poisoning since a whole bunch of nuclear bombs went off"? Like what? Like there's maybe a fever because well, she already, like, she already radiation got radiation poisoning before that. Yes, she already has radiation poisoning. She got radioactive Walker blood in her mouth like two years ago, right? And now she uh-huh. lives in a nuclear – you live in a nuclear wasteland, and you don't think your fever is due to radiation? Yeah. You know what I actually thought could be interesting, and they're not going to do it, but what I was actually wondering when you said that, I was thinking too, what would be even more interesting is what if she had radiation poisoning and somehow the radiation stopped – Killed the Walker, Walker virus. That, that Ooh, would be interesting right. to me. I know. I and then the show could be over. Then they well, could be cured, and it could be over. I'll fix your show. Um, like I said, I could be down with something like that, but I have a problem that they take 11 years to do that. That's the only reason why I think if they do something like that and completely change it, it could be good and maybe it would make the story good, but it doesn't, to me, make sense from a story standpoint just because it's been 11 years. Like, you should have thought of that five years ago. You know what I mean? Yes. But that could be interesting. So, yeah, maybe yes. maybe, maybe we'll find out. I don't know. I, have no I mean, it's all um, so crazy. Um Go ahead. You were going to, were you going to talk about some different stupid stuff because I have some different stupid stuff on my mind before we move on from this show. What was up with them dumping whatever they did over the walker? Was that just to keep track of them easier because he had white on them? Yeah, you can say we can't. Yeah, yeah. Them. They put white paint on him so he won't get out. He'll be easier to see, so he won't get out okay, of their sight. Okay, that's what I wonder. Yeah, but she made it like the um, other people were after them too. Was she talking about the other people from in the bunker? 
because she said like the other ones were after him, and they never showed anybody else being after him. So I also missed. Oh no, there. I think because they were in that like Walker herd attack, and she just didn't want him to be like killed among the other walkers in the herd. Uh, maybe it's just when they didn't want you to know why, because I, I took it that when she was saying he was important, it was like other people thought he was important, too. But I guess it was just her crazy oh. idea. Well, I mean, I, I do think Victor was like, oh, why is Alicia in love with this zombie, right? Not in love, but he's like, what's yeah. with this zombie? Why are you yeah, driving a zombie around you? Who is that guy? I've never seen him, right? Um, yeah. I mean, that brings us to the Victor part of the story, which to me was also very bad. Like, setting aside the fact that, okay, it makes no sense this Victor against Alicia thing. Like, it made a little sense in the Ginny storyline, um, but Victor, remember remember when Victor became a ranger, he had, he had, he had Alicia sent to an outpost because he was like, I am going to try to take Ginny down from the inside. I got to do some bad things, and I can't have you here, like, trying to make me be good. So you got to go, right? Uh-huh. But now we've had all this, like, stuff where Victor's like, oh, like, I can't have Alicia around because I can't run the tower how I want to. And I'm going to, okay, it made no sense why he killed Will. He's like, I'm going to kill Will so Alicia will hate me. But if Alicia doesn't know that you killed Will, then what's the point? Right. If Alicia knew, like now it makes sense. Like if he did it now, yeah. Except except that also made no sense, right? That also made no sense. Yeah. So, and and now he's like. She wasn't in love with Will. Will was in love with her. She wasn't in love with Will. I think well, that apparently, it's maybe saying she is at war now with Victor because he did it to hurt her. I don't know that that's a good enough reason. Yeah. So, no, because here's the other thing. From what we can tell, she knew Will for like five days, right? She barely knew Will. It really bothers me that she gave Will the St. Christopher medal um, five minutes after she met him. Like she barely met him and he's freaking out and she gives him the St. Christopher medal. I like, it was to help him. I thought yes, it was but that's, she knew he was scared and she thought it would help him, not necessarily yes, but that, that belonged she cared for to her so mother. That is Madison's St. Christopher medal I that they've all been passing gave it to her. Yes, I but it originally it. was Madison's. I'm pretty sure okay, it originally was Madison's. Well, if that's the I'm case. I'm pretty yeah, sure Victor got it from Madison. I thought Victor got it. I don't know why I thought Victor got it from Ginny. I'm not even sure where I'm getting that from. Yeah, I didn't know. If it was her mother's, yeah, that makes no sense. I didn't know it was. I could be wrong, well, but anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> she knew him for two minutes. Uh, the, the idea that he was in love with her makes no sense, but you're right. She was not in love with him. I mean, I, I can see Alicia being angry at Victor for killing basically an innocent person. Um, again, right. not, not Victorish. I mean, yeah, I'm just not... to war... I, I'm just going oh, so to say, going to war, I don't necessarily buy... Because it's one thing, well, but even if, even if she loved him, it's one, she's a good person. It's one thing for her to kill Victor because of it. It's another thing to go to war with Victor and all the people that are with Victor that aren't necessarily bad because she doesn't know them. And Fair I don't enough. think everybody in that tower is in agreement with what Victor does or even necessarily knows what Victor does. Right, right, so correct. That, I have a big I have a problem so yeah, and 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 I asked like to that like about like is he going to be okay with going to war against them because yeah, like killing Victor, yes, going to war, I don't know, but I think well, it was more like we want to click at the moment. So, so I have used this word several times tonight, but it is also preposterous that Will's zombie body shows up at the exact moment and place where he needs to be for Alicia to suddenly be mad, like, what, right? Like, oh, of course, Will's zombie body. First, like, 
Like, uh, first of all, if Victor wanted to either people Alicia, to go across Texas and find each other again, Karen. <laughs> so I know. I can I mean, still buy it in a bad way. I mean, if Victor really wanted, when Victor first killed him, it was because he wanted to keep Alicia away. So we should have really kept Will Zombie in the tower with him, but he didn't. But anyway, like, I mean, that was just so dumb that Will shows up and she recognizes a guy that she knew for five minutes. She recognizes immediately and that she, yeah, that she's willing to go to war. And I'm also, Jamie, really sick of Walking Dead storylines being go to war. They went to war with the Saviors. They went to war with the CRM. They went to war with the Vultures. They went to war with, like, they went to war with Ginny. Like, oh, my God, can these writers do anything new ever? Right? Um. Yeah, you know what I was going to say, though? I did forget one thing, and this yeah. is actually an answer to my other question. I was saying, were you supposed to think that maybe they had some kind of memory? Um, and, and we talked about that, but I wonder if it was more supposed to be just coincidence, coincidence because I forgot the very ending. Yeah. The ending is that the zombie's following the light from Victor's lighthouse, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I yeah. think it was just supposed to be that's what she believed. Because I forgot that. Because at the end, he's even like, we brought it, brought you to me. No, he, he followed the light. Because she's like, that's, yeah. that's Padre. And then Moran's like, no, it's not. I completely yeah. forgot about that little <laughs> moment. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it, Alicia needed sense. to. But So Alicia wants to believe that because she's going to become a zombie and wants to think it's not the end. And yeah, yet, that, but, like, earlier in the yeah, episode, she's like, there's no way I'm becoming a zombie. You have to kill me. And if, like, why didn't she kill herself? Why isn't she, like, I don't yeah, know, if you still- sewed, right? Like, yeah, like, uh, yeah. All yeah, of that was you're gonna just, turn. So. They're ruining. Yeah, I, I, that makes more sense, though, when you say to me, which I hadn't thought of, she thinks she's turning, so she needs something to believe in that sense. It isn't that she need. I was more like she needed to believe there was hope, but thinking of it, yeah, she thinks she's turning. Whether she's turning or not, that does make a little bit more sense. But um, She thinks she's turning, yeah, so she, she wants to believe that you're not totally gone. Um, right. Uh, you know, and Morgan tells uh, her, you know, I went down that path. That don't work. And that's what made me think, too, of his, of his wife with the muscle memory thing, because that happened, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he um, says, I went down the path, and that's why my son died, and... You know, Morgan couldn't yeah. bring himself to shoot Jenny, and she ends up biting Dwayne, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it was all just so, uh, I mean, so now they're going to war. This means war. I, I don't want to watch another war of, of humans against humans. And Victor, uh, uh, anyway... I don't know if there's much more worth talking about in this episode. It was just all well, we just another terrible hour. Yes, which was not even part of the episode. Not even part of the episode. Yeah. It, it, it's an, but, of course, they tell everybody and ruin it and trying so to get people Talking to watch. Dead, they announced that Madison's coming back, right? Yeah, AJ, if, if AJ's listening, <laughs> that's the big thing is that she's coming back. Um which is why they won't kill Alicia either, because she has to see her. I mean, even if she dies after, she has to at least see her, or there'd be no point. Uh, because Walking Dead isn't something that isn't a show that does something like, um, yeah. like, like irony like that. Like they won't have her, because like if it was another show, she would die right before her mother got there. But th- this ain't that show. Right, that's not so, that's a show. Um, and I think that's that. Not and I think if Victor and and. 
Alicia are going to be at war. Madison's the person that the two of them love most. Like, Madison and Victor were best friends, right? I mean, she'll they they not lo- stop the war. It'll yeah. stop the war. I, I bet that's what's going to happen. It'll, she'll stop it from them fighting, um, which, which uh, I don't know whether or not I believe, but that's probably what's going to happen. So, first of all, let's talk about the part where I do not understand the corporate communications decision to announce this. Um, fans, oh, I don't either. So, and so on the one hand, is watching it, it'll break people. Right, AJ just snickered in the background because AJ also <laughs> doesn't understand why you would announce it months before. Oh no, I totally know why. Because they're desperate to make people keep watching the show. It's the world we live in now. Artie and I talk about this all the time. Um, like, all right, with this whole Spider-Man craze, when everybody want to know everything about Spider-Man, the movie comes out in two weeks, people. Fucking relax and wait for the movie. I, I mean, Karen, I know. I mean, Trailers I know that you and I both. We we grew up in a world where you got two or three commercials of a movie, and you said, "Ooh, that looks good," or "Eh," and then you went to the theater and you're like, "Holy crap!" Because you didn't have yeah. the internet, and you didn't know about this, and you didn't know about that. It's just the way of the world now. They tell you everything because they want to hype the show. They're saying, oh, Madison's coming back. So all those people that stopped, oh, I'm, I'm a person that stopped watching Fear the Walking Dead because it got bad for me, okay? Oh, no, Madison's back? Let me go watch the show again, even though I have no idea what's going on. That's their thought process. Now, meanwhile, I quit watching before Madison supposedly died, which it's funny you guys brought that up because I was going to, when I came back in, I was going to ask you guys how you felt about that, considering she was, you know, supposed to be dead I mean, as, all this time. I mean, and how is she going to run into everybody? Like, I feel like I mean, the I feel value... Like she's a good actress, but it doesn't make I sense think, story-wise. I think there... Personally, I think there's greater value in having that holy cow moment, allowing your viewers, your devoted yes. viewers, to have that oh my god moment. And I then agree. Twitter, and then to have Twitter blow up with it. You know that t- Twitter yeah, would go live, blowing up like crazy. Twitter. And, and then people would be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I missed that. Like, I, I, yep, I, I think completely agree. I disagree Not with that decision. Not all shows are like that, though. I mean, it, I mean, like like Doctor Who, there's been some surprising moments on there that you didn't expect to come. And that's why a lot of times I like when I see things early because I don't get spoiled with everything. But, like, well, like when Jack came back, it wasn't spoiled. Nobody knew it. Like, that's a good thing. Let people have that. Well, I, I also think there's a, there's a big difference between, like, we've talked a lot on the show about how marketing departments sometimes blow it with the promo. Like, like, like the writers don't do the, Like, how many times was Lost ruined by the promo? And how many times has Walking Dead been ruined by the promo? And that's marketing, right, that's but not this the writers. Was a decision. But this, this was is a decision, decision made to by put her in an interview on Talking Dead, right? It, I mean, it just makes no sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so I have, I have two thoughts about her coming back. My one thought is this is an act of desperation of a failing show. Um, this this is one of the things fans have complained about the Isn't most. Isn't that why was, they put Letty James on there? Well, I mean, I mean we all were, <laughs> yeah, I, so really, to replace her, right? Like, they they really killed off Madison no, no, unceremoniously. No, I don't mean to replace her. I mean to fix the show. Like, they put, like, yeah, a big the show. name, good actor. So, Not that the other actors weren't good, but, I mean, they put, you know, somebody on to try so to. So Madison dies off screen. Madison, Madison runs into a blazing inferno 
from which there is no hope she can ever live and she's never seen again and she's dead, right? And so um, she's dead off screen, which sucked. And Kim Dickens was, I felt like Kim Dickens was really dumped unceremoniously from the show. And fans have been very upset. And fans have been clamoring for her to come back and asking her to come back. So mm-hmm. on the one hand, I feel like this is an act of duration of a failing show that is getting, this show gets ripped by I don't know any reviewers who, like, really write a good re- – this show gets ripped hard by every respectable critic every week, including us. I count us as respectable yeah. critics. Um, but I, on the other hand, I, but, on the other hand, is this a good sign? Like, is this really the first time that they're listening to the fans and what the fans want and, like, writing a wrong that has aggrieved the fans for years? Yeah. I don't know. Although they do always say if they're a good character, they give them, a, a like, an earned debt. She never had that. Maybe they – I mean, it is possible they play oh my God. in the beginning. If they bring her back to kill her? What if they bring her back oh, to no. kill her? I mean, yeah, that would suck. But, no, but, I mean, it is possible they planned this back then. There's no or way. Or they hope. There's no way. No, there's no way they planned this. I don't think they planned it, but I she, think – She died in, what, season four? But Season why four, didn't she they died. Ever yeah. Show her then? Like, okay. Why didn't they so, give her so that death? Three, so they weren't planning to bring her so back. So three almost. I guess they they planned to bring her back four years late. Three three and a half four years later. No, <laughs> no, I don't see that happening. I'm saying I'm saying that when she left, maybe they always had hope that she would come back, and that's why they never showed her death. I'm not saying that they. Yeah, but. It was, an, it was like planned, you but know, here's the thing. I don't mean it that way. I just mean they should have showed her death. They never did. She was, she was written out of the show. Like, like Kim Dickens didn't say, okay, this was fun. I want, I want to do other things. They said, hey, Kim, we're sorry to tell you, but your character's going to die. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's not like Kim Dickens left to go make a to, – I mean – from all, all reports were that she was, like, sort of dumped, and it wasn't, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was But here you go. Exactly good. to Karen's point. I'd like to talk to her and ask her about that and be like. She'll never talk about it. Her contract. Nah, no, she won't talk. Now, nah. Yeah, she won't talk about that. But he, talked about it on But here's exactly the thing. You know, like Karen just said, you want that surprise. You know, if if they're saying, okay, the fans want her back, we got her back, reward those fans by not telling them that she's coming back and going, look. But that's not the well, way the, that's not yeah. way any of this works anymore. You know, I hope she's or as much as money. Yeah, you know, it, it, and it happens. Right. It happens all over. Right, they just it just rank. Yeah, constantly. Yeah. You know, like Artie and I were talking about it. Like, I see, you know, I haven't, I haven't watched wrestling in years, but I, you know, I, I catch these snippets of articles and stuff, and every once in a while, Dwayne Johnson goes back to WWE for some hype or something. I remember back in the day when I was a kid watching wrestling, and somebody hadn't been around for a while, and all of a sudden, there they were! Oh my God, this is amazing! Now it's like they tell you, hey, make sure you tune in because this person's going to be there, and it's like, eh. I mean, not, again, not that I've watched wrestling in years, but for the people that still do. They were already tuning in, so give them something. Yeah. Don't say, "Hey, go watch it because of this." Well, and so it's, here's it's, another inex- everywhere. Here's another inexplicable thing, AJ. They announced that not only is she coming back in the back half of season seven, but she's signed as series regular for season <laughs> eight. eight. 
I know. Yep. So basically, they've told us that she has total plot armor and she cannot be killed. Right? Well, Which like is like, like, yeah. It's so annoying to, like, disclose. I mean, I just feel like, like, so now I know every time she's in danger, she can't be killed because she signed for season eight. Right. I just don't understand the the ineptitude at AMC and why the network allows this to continue and doesn't fire anyone. I just don't understand the decisions being made at this network. Like most of the shows it, that I watch, I don't understand. I don't know the actor's contract. I don't know, except for the walking dead. I don't know when I watch, what else do I watch? I don't know who on discovery has a contract <laughs> for five years. I don't know who on the expanse right. had a contract for the entire time. Right, like, and even if you have a contract for the whole time, uh, yeah, I just, I just don't understand the corporate communications decisions that are happening there. I, uh, right? It's, it's not just AMC though. There's, there's plenty of other. It's it, more so well, in the movies and everything, but yeah. I w- AMC is the worst. You had mentioned Marvel, and hopefully, I think everybody's seen previews. I was gonna say it's like, it, it's one thing. Even I think of the fact that like, okay. They've shown that all the other characters are coming back and they have the multiverse and everything. They've already spoiled that. But it's like, even Doctor Strange, like, I mean, uh, granted, I'm glad because I want to go see it because of that. But, like, that would have been really cool in a way to, like, find out. To go, although, like, I probably wouldn't have seen it otherwise until I found out. But, I mean, I feel like if I had gone to see it and not known, it would have been a cool, like, you know, type of thing. But. You're right. Things have changed, but AMC does overdo it. I think more than other things. And saying she's going to be in season eight makes it worse. I mean, whatever. That goes back to Karen's point. It it sounds like desperation. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. Desperation. I think that this is an act of a desperate franchise to to show which is, I which mean, is show funny is though terrible considering all these spin-offs they have planned for the next century i'm surprised they care about one show you know <laughs> and you know what's funny when i was i was reading the article i i, I didn't realize i feel i don't feel like fear has been on for seven years i know that kind of boggles and- my mind a little well, and, and, you know, AMC is not a completely unfortunate network. They have some prestige programs. They have Better Call Saul, right? They have, yeah. they have they, like, or they're not a completely, like, uh, terrible, unfortunate network. They they have good television. They know how to make good television. And for some reason, this yeah, franchise they have a good is history. just... For some reason, this hey, franchise is. You know just, what? Maybe not, I don't understand it. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not AMC. Maybe it's. Maybe Scott Gimple has more juice. Scott Gimple. And he's. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Scott Which Gimple is, somehow owns it all and is allowed to I, make I, decisions. I don't know. It, like that, we don't understand. It's got to be Gimple's fault because it's only the yeah. Walking Dead they seem to have these problems with. Yeah. I mean, they've had shows that weren't great that I didn't love, but, like, like so well, yeah. the terror was on AMC, right? And the terror was, like, not my favorite, but it didn't suck as much as The Walking Dead. They didn't let it go on for 11 seasons and, and run it into the ground. Was like, the, I guess, are they still making enough money off this franchise that it's worth 
having shitty showrunners and shitty writers? Apparently. Like, they're going to milk it for everything. They can't hire any good people. Why can't they hire good people? That I don't, I don't get it. And I and I really don't understand why fantastic actors work on it, except I think they must have contracts they can't get out of. Like Shirley Coleman Domingo and Alicia Debman Carrie Wanigan. I mean, Coleman Domingo's had great film success in the last couple of years, right? Surely he must – I mean, I shouldn't say what these actors want. I don't know them. I, I haven't talked to them. But if I were them, I'd be like, this is keeping me from doing better work. Alicia Debman Carrie's not even working. She's not, she hasn't even been in it until last week. Maybe she gets paid a lot to not work, and so, hey, that's great, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah. It, it, it was a very, that was a very, very frustrating thing to me to see that announcement, um, which came, I mean, Jamie, you texted me about it shortly after the episode because it came across Twitter. This yeah, I figured Jamie, something happened in the episode. That's why I was like, what yeah. did it? Because I was pissed. I'm like, I'm uh, because I got to turn my notifications off. I decided that I should probably it, turn yeah. them off. That's not their fault. That's my fault. But that being said, they should announce it on Twitter. But it's like it's bad enough they announced it on the show. But at least don't announce it on Twitter the moment it's on the show. Like not everybody sees Talking Dead the moment it comes out. I don't even watch it anymore. But I mean, they don't like, care. I know. Yeah, but you but know what? Just, Presumably, like, hey, I just heard it for me. I didn't even get Wasn't a chance it? to find out, but I would have found Did out. It? That had not but aired on the West Coast yet. They put it out before the West I was just Coast say, the show. This is true. This I, is didn't true, Twitter? Yeah. Didn't Twitter also spoil Beth's death for the West that Coast? Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. Beth died, I'm pretty sure something happened on Twitter. Like announced, you know, went crazy. Uh, and yeah. And and the West Coast people were pissed because yeah. obviously I mean, they hadn't seen it yet. Fans to tweet it and spoil it because they're going to do that. But the network yeah, but no, I remember it was it was AMC themselves because I remember it was a whole right. uproar. Yeah, it was AMC. No, yeah, I know. I, I mean, some people have have brains. Because I remember a lot of times, like I, I'm thinking of like some of these actors that live tweet, and they they'll be like, you know please don't talk about what happens tonight until West Coast season. Right. Like, if, even if they're live tweeting, like, they won't say what happens. And it's like, why is it that the actors have more sense than the network? I don't know. But, yeah. Well, some networks are very careful about when you can post stuff also. Like, um, well, you got to remember, too. But a lot of the these ne- networks. Get. If, if they don't care, why do they make me do things post Mortem when it's already been on AMC Plus anyway. That to me makes absolutely no well, sense because that's, that's the opposite. Yeah. Cause, cause you, actually, Jamie, because you know what it is? got to remember, Twitter accounts and Facebook accounts and everything, they're not run by the networks themselves. They hire people to run those yeah. for them. So it's, it's, a, it's another aspect of the production department not being in sync with the actual show and and whatnot you know well and also despite the fact that they run stuff early on on their on their streamer on amc plus they still have many many more viewers on cable than they do on amc plus amc plus does not exceed most people are watching it free on cable 
or not free, but yeah. watching it with their cape, watching it as it, you know, as it airs or on their DVR. I, I think the AMC Plus subscribership is not as large as the rest of the viewers. Before it comes on TV, though, don't they? I think they're tweeting spoilers before that even happens. I don't know. I don't, you know, I'm not a Twitterer, right. so a tweeter. Anyway, we're digressing here. We are. And we, we do have two more shows. Not that Ranch. not that we yep. need that much time for either of these next two shows. I might fall asleep talking about them. Hi, right, AJ, what do you want to do next? Uh, I don't know, let's do 4,400 next. It's, it's fresh in my mind. All right. And Jamie's also. You go, AJ. You've been, you, you, we did all of our shows. Um, go for 4,400. So I have a, I, um, I don't know what the name of the episode was is but I called it the hookup episode because this was just like an episode of shipping. I mean yeah. nobody ha there's nobody has any loyalty to anybody, um, or gives a shit. They're just gonna we're we're gonna apparently this is a um a soap opera and we're just gonna bed hop. Um you know, it's been I think somebody said it's been like a month now since they've been back. Um Sharif as far as she's concerned, she was just, you know, married to, to what's his face there, Josh? Is that his Logan. name? Logan. 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 Right? Why do I want to call him Josh Logan? all the time? No, you're right. She's, you know, Logan. a month ago she was married to Logan, but she's hopping into bed with Andre, who himself had a girlfriend um, a month ago. Um, but they just, you know, it's like, it's like that doesn't even matter anymore. We're here and now. We're just going to do this. Uh, Tisha. She just, you know, her government, her FBI girlfriend just dumped her like two minutes ago, and she's already hooking up with. Uh, I don't even really know anybody. The IT woman, the, 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 the IT lady. Chick, yeah. Who I like right. her a lot. I gotta say though, I like her a lot. She's so much fun. Um, you know, and then you got um, uh, what's his face there, the social worker. Jarrell. Jarrell, Jarrell. He, he's hooking up with, and I can never remember her name, the healer chick, the, the 50s chick. What's Con, her name? Is it Connie? It's not Connie. It's Camille. No. Is it Camille? Connie? 50s chick. Let's just call her 50s chick. This is how bad this, this show is. is. We problem. can't remember names. This is a problem. Yeah. Sorry, her right. name is... And, and, and until this episode... I never saw any sparks between the two of them. I never saw anything nope. until this episode. All of a sudden, he's got the hots for her, and she decides to just go for it and grab his ass at the end and kiss him. Like, yeah, I mean, I think they did the tank in this episode, but it didn't show up till this episode. That's the problem. And, and the only other, and other than other than the hookups, the only other thing else that happened this episode was the whole bigotry scene, which that's been pretty much the whole show the whole time. Um. And we got a little bit of sci-fi with Andre. And it was funny because when he touched the guy and the guy's arms started crumbling, I was like, oh, my God, he transfers power. I was like, he takes yeah. – he heals one, yeah. but has to transfer. I was like, I was like Kyle, that's kind of cool yeah, that was, because that's, a, that's an awkward that – that's an awkward power to have because until you transfer it, you're – you know, he's, he's in pain, you know, which I thought, you know. But I did like the little test they did, though, because anytime he does something like that, he can transfer it to what's her face, and then she can just heal from it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say they can work in tandem. That way, he can actually hurt, help people without having to hurt somebody else. Yeah. Um, 
I also had a question for you guys, and, and I, I don't thought, know that this show. Wait, hang hang on, hold. The, can you hold that thought for a second, Jamie? Because I just want to follow up. Yeah. I thought it was obtuse of him to not recognize what happened in the hospital, and that they saw Millie, the the sixties or seventies girl. Millie actually inflicted all those broken bones on that guy, and right. And Andre healed him because he'd absorbed the power of healing, right? Like I feel like he, I feel like Andre, who he makes a, scientist, a comment. Yeah, but he makes a comment to I can't remember her name, but to the girl he likes, he says something Keisha. to her that he no, she needs thought she He thought that it was something else. Like he says that he noticed it, but he didn't think that's what it was. He oh, makes he a does. very okay. brief comment about it. Not that that's enough, but I'm just yeah, saying. he does make a comment. All right, but, um, okay, thanks. Yeah, but um, they they can work together. But oh, I know what I was gonna say. I don't know if this shows that deep, but and I, and I don't think this was anything from the original. But they showed how right whenever um, the, uh, I can never remember their name, the one that this episode mm-hmm. was about, the um, the one from the fifties or whatever. Um, that her Claudette. Was Claudette. Her name is Claudette. Claudette. The bartender. Claudette. Claudette. Yeah. She's supposed to have appeared right when they couldn't find her and she ran away. Is that accurate? Or Say that again. You broke up. Away? You broke is up. She, is she supposed to what? When, can you hear me? When she yeah, disappeared, no, was she supposed to have disappeared when she went to run away, or was she supposed to have ran away and then disappeared later, or do we not know? I think what do you at mean? the exact mo- when she was being taken away to the home for that's when women. Yes, that's when she blooped. Yes. Okay. At that exact this moment, was, she locks the door. They're knocking on the door to get in, and she bleeps at that exact moment. Okay, now I have a question, and I, like I said, I think this is just kind of my own my own thoughts. I don't think this was in the original, and I don't know that this show is that deep. But I'm like, wondering like that their powers <laughs> that their powers are connected to their lives, um, because number one, it seems like some of them um, were taken in an opportune moment when it helped them. Number one, like how the how LaDonna or whatever her name is, like she was going to die and then she was taken. This one, she was going to take away and then she was taken, um, which I thought about. But they, did you notice how right before she was taken, she got her she cut her knee? And I was thinking about how like she felt powerless and like now she can heal. And like I wonder if it's kind of related to that and just like he's a doctor and he can help other people. Like I'm just curious if their powers are related to like their personality or, or what they needed or whatever, you know? Well, that's a good point like, because feel, the I reverend – Like the, um, that other kid he, that can the like, reverend's see an things, asshole. he felt alone and now he like can see other people. Like, that's, like that's you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and just like um, yeah, and just like the the one where her where she was t- that had the husband, like she missed her daughter, and she was able to see what her daughter saw and like the part she missed. Like I almost feel like maybe they're like an extension of what they needed or something. I don't know. Well, and I Shanice, was, of that Shanice was taken. Shanice was taken in the moment when she had just left her husband, right? And the Reverend was taken, I think, wasn't he taken at a bar when he had found out his girlfriend was pregnant and he was trying to commit to being a Reverend or not? Should I be with my yeah. family or not? Yes. Like, they, nobody, nobody was knew her, while they were he sleeping. Had a, he was going to ask her to marry him. He had a ring for her. Yeah. You're right. Nobody was, like, asleep or just sitting at their desk doing yeah. their work or whatever. Every, everyone was blooped at an, a, a, a key moment in their lives. Yeah. And Jamie, Jamie has a well, really Charisse, good theory, I think, that their, yeah, that that their powers relate like, to their Charisse was like going back to work. She sees daughter, she 
missed her daughter's life and then she sees part of like the part of her life she missed. You know, that's right. what I'm saying. Like maybe it's like, I don't well, know. Well, lots that of people miss be... people's lives. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, Charisse was on her way to her first day back to work. Right, but what I'm saying is, like, her pain is that she missed her daughter's life, is what I'm saying. Right. And, like, her power is that, like, she saw part of that. And, like, that kid with the chest set, he was lonely and needed a friend, and, like, he can connect to them in that way. And that's what I said. Maybe, um, I already forgot her name again, Claudette. Like, she felt powerless, and she can help herself now. And just, like, he wants to help people because he's a doctor and wanted to be able to heal people, and now he can't. I just, I don't know, I'm just seeing these connections and just wondering. Yeah, no, it's definitely an interesting, you know what, Jamie? It's probably better than what they have planned. How about that? I think (laughs) I'd rather watch your show than theirs. Again, I should be right. So so one of the things I, I mean, I liked – so I agree with you, AJ. Like, this episode was a complete waste of time because it was the hookup episode, and it's not why we're watching. I think last week we had a conversation which AJ started about how we're watching this for the sci-fi elements, and they're so back-burnered, and they're so slow to think about the bloop and the, mm. and the powers and all that and everything else. And to have a whole episode, which is the hookup episode, of everyone who's known each other for a minute, like – like, it was only two episodes ago where Shanice was still like, Logan, I love you. We're married. I just, uh, yeah, it was only exactly. yesterday that I left you. Please, Logan. Yeah. And now she's like, Ooh, I have Andre. a problem with her. I have, that's where I have the biggest problem with. I mean, not because she's connected with him. You know, it doesn't matter that, that he, he's a she or whatever. That isn't what the problem is. The problem is that she's supposed to be in love with her husband, and now she's, like, totally willing to sleep with him or whatever. That, I have a big problem with that. Yeah. I do, too. Make I, sense. Problem, I don't necessarily have a problem with people cheating on their husbands because that's a thing in TV and in the world. Right. But the but idea that she has so easily that's the that she has so easily given up her the idea of being with her husband and her daughter and that she that bothers me a lot. Um, and we had like a whole like I don't really mind the idea of the social worker's name is her name is what's the social worker's uh, name? Keisha. Her name is uh. Keisha. No, she's, Keisha she's, would no re- sorry. Ke- no, she's the Keisha's the probation. Jarrell's the social worker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Keisha, that she has broken up with her girlfriend, who clearly is horrible. But they never had any. Is her name Jessica, the girlfriend? So. Sure. Why not? Jessica. <laughs> Jessica and Keisha really have no chemistry and are not believable as a couple anyway. So I'm not surprised that they would break up, and they, they're on opposite sides of this argument. It's it's clumsily done, but but Keisha's coming around and and can't be a part of this. Um, I I like her better with I I mean I don't see any chemistry with I I don't see why IT girl would really like her. IT girl is named um, Soraya, so I don't really know what Soraya sees in Keisha, because Soraya's great. I'd rather see, like, Soraya and LaDonna. Soraya and LaDonna have a great connection. They're friends. They're, yeah. you know, Soraya and Keisha, yeah. like, to just be like, well, I mean, Keisha's a total, yeah. well, yeah, but Keisha's a total bitch who wants to keep all these people, like, locked up up until all of a sudden last week. I just, at any rate, you know what, you know what, you know what, we're, we're 
we're deep thinking this too much. The bottom line yeah. is, uh, I mean, we're, this was episode seven. I think it's been well established. I think we've gotten our answer that this show, the, the sci-fi element and the logic is a back burner because what this show yeah. is truly about is bigotry, plain and simple. That's where well, all the focus is. Well, we did that scene. So did you guys feel like Which that is a very scene good in the scene. bar? Really? Right. You know, we've seen it a million the, times. Well, I, I, I was like, am I watching times. Manifest? I was like, is this a rerun of Manifest? Because that exact thing. Oh, my God. I didn't think about that. Right? Yeah, you're right. Like, like, it's totally Manifest. They come back and people are like, oh, you guys are not even human. You're freaks. You're weirdos. And, and like, we literally well, have every, Manifest with the bar. That's every show that's ever had anything like this, you know. But Manifest like told a storyline about, a, like, a bigot bar. Um, yeah. I do like Claudette. It's probably my favorite character. I, they really invested more in Claudette's characterization. I did not like – look, I generally don't like the flashbacks on this show. I don't think they contribute that much, and they're not necessary beyond a little bit of establishment. Um, and I'm totally – I was totally okay up till now with Claudette's backstory of being from the 50s and an activist and blah, blah, blah. But now we get this business where – her husband tried to have her institutionalized because she was too uppity. And on the one hand, that is a thing that people did that meant it to women. I'm not a historian, but I think it happened a little more earlier than the 50s. But I think – I'm not sure why it's necessary to, to demonize her husband. Like, her husband is preaching nonviolence, which – look, I'm not a scholar of the civil rights movement, but – Nonviolence was a big part of the civil rights movement. That was Martin Luther King's whole thing, right? And it's a big part of the civil rights movement. And Claudette was advocating that they should bomb someone's house. Yes, it was the Grand Wizard. He's a horrible person. But she wanted to bomb his house. And so I don't disagree with her husband that that's – do I think she should be institutionalized? No, but I'm not – I think it was really clumsy and not well done that well, her husband you know would clumsiest... try to lock her up for that. You know what the clumsiest thing about it is? Yeah. Oh, I agree. And the clumsiest part about it was that her husband wants nonviolent solutions, yet he's he's not physically violent with her, really, but it's definitely there. there. He's definitely there. He's menacing. Yeah. He's definitely menacing, and like he doesn't smack her around or anything. But he does grab her aggressively. So I yeah, thought that it was. Like I, I, I'm watching this. Yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm watching this going. So he wants a nonviolent solution, but he can manhandle his wife however he wants. Like I, I didn't like that. And, and if you notice, all these uh, flashbacks <laughs> are kind of. I don't know. It's like all these flashbacks are are have been used to paint our 4,400 in a better light. Like they are the hero of their flashback every single time. And yeah, I think that's and, kind of and, unrealistic. And I was, and I was you know, really like, pretty oh, happy. Pour this one or pour that one. <laughs> I, I thought I was happy with, I thought there's a lot of potential in Claudette's, Claudette's backstory as an activist in the fifties. And now Claudette coming to 2021 
And like she read the obituary of her friend and saw that her friend had become yeah. a real activist. And I think her actory line is great. And to throw in this like abusive husband being locked up, like, like that's not necessary. Like she doesn't need more drama like that. I think that was yeah. unnecessary to put in there. Like there was potential in her storyline. Yeah, line. we and, knew and she like, had like creatures because of her husband, but we didn't need a whole. So. Yeah, right. I, I'm not. Yeah, Jamie, we didn't yeah, need that I, to be added. Yeah, no. I'm not <laughs> expecting this show to get any better. Um, I'm going to finish the season mainly because I'm curious to see. Because um, I told you guys last week that I read that the original creator is directing episode 12. Oh, really? So I'm yeah. curious. I'm curious to see what he does with it. Um, so I mean, I'm gonna finish season, but I highly doubt I watch again next season because it's just I mean, it tales and compares. It's, it's, it's not the 4400. It's, it's plain, you know. It's it's just like I said, it's probably a million times uh, about this show already. It's not the 4400. It's not a reboot of the 4400. It's a completely different show that is using the 4400 to get viewers. Yeah, maybe call, I, I know. You know, call, call it something else. Call it something else and tell us what it's what you think it's about. You know, call it something else. As a different you know, show, you, I don't you, totally dislike the show, but oh my god, Jamie, come on! I, I I said I don't totally dislike it, but it's got too much of this. We talk about it every time. No, totally. All this well crap in it, and all the all the racist crap in it, and all that. And yes, those things happen, but they over push it. Um, that. Yeah. Well, I mean, my problem isn't even that. My biggest biggest problem is the stuff that we've complained about, which is lack of flushing out actual things like, you know, like the laziness. There's so much laziness, you know, like none of us like all the hookup stories because none of them make any sense, especially the people that were already in relationships prior to blooping and all of a sudden they're in new relationships because they blooped and now they're just, you know, last, you know, Shanice is the perfect example. Two weeks ago, oh, I love my husband so much. Oh, this is so weird. Oh, I still love him. Oh, hi, Andre. How are you? Let's go jump in bed. Like, no, it's just, it, it's, it's lazy writing because they're focusing on one aspect. Even if it was a different show, you know, if it wasn't called the 4000 and just had the sci-fi element, there are too many things that, they are not it, – it's just not well done at all. Well, I, you know, I, I got to say also, and, and Jamie, I think you'll agree, we talked about this last week, AJ brought it up, that um, the science fiction element of the show is not completely backburner and maybe not necessary, and that's what draw, drew us to it, draws us to a lot of shows. That's what we love, that's what we talk about. Um, I feel like this could actually be a show about a group of immigrants who are brought, who come to America and are, are put in a hotel and tracked by the government and have, and have flashbacks of their past life. But like the powers and the bloop and all of that is secondary. Really, couldn't this be like a bunch of people who who came to America because either let's say it's World War II and they come on a ship from Europe, or they come on a train from Latin America, or they. Or they, or even they come from wherever. But I feel like this is just about a bunch of people dislocated from their own culture who are in a new culture, and that's really what this is about. And it's not about 
this show has very little interest in the bloop or the powers or any of it. The powers are, it, it's the worst part of the show, the powers. It's the, it's the worst described and the worst thought out, right? Like, like uh, at its heart, this is not a science fiction show. Yeah. Like yeah. they're not okay. they're not paying attention to the science fiction part. I don't know. I, I, maybe you guys don't agree. I just want to rant. I apologize for that, but I feel very not strongly today. that <laughs> about that. I think, I think we're all in paying. agreement that this just isn't working on any level. I think it's going to get canceled. Although it's on the CW and they maybe have a different standard. I, I think yeah. this is worse than than uh, what's that alien show that Roswell? Roswell is better than this, and Roswell is not great, but Roswell embraces what it is, and I appreciate that. All right, Jamie you guys want to move on to the Jamie Wheel of Time? Jamie doesn't agree. Yes, let's do Wheel of Time. No, I'm, I'm listening. I'm oh listening. no, Jamie. I think, I think Jamie's multitasking. No, I'm just like, that's just kind of like, I'm Jamie's like, whatever, Karen's on the rampage. Jamie's like, I'm not going to, Karen's on the rampage, just let her go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, All right, let's, let's move on to the wheel, the wheel of crap. Yeah. So, wait, wait, I read, okay, you I, don't, because I take it, so. Um, I was so bored. I, so, so I rewatched last week because I have to because I it's so boring I forget it. So I watched last week and this week together in two hours. So I don't want to. Oh God, I'm sorry. So you guys, I know it was two hours of bad television, but I don't want to like revisit. So you guys talk first and then I'll jump in. I liked last week. So this week was just back to the first three episodes. It was just boring. I was very bored. Um, it was most of the episode was just um uh Stefan was very sad and then he killed himself. And the light are a the, the light and are a bunch Len of dicks. And that, yeah, the light are a bunch of dicks. And I don't get something though. I, I'm maybe I'm missing it, but I don't understand who they are and why they have so much power. Anybody? I can't have any clue? Uh, yes. I thought the same I mean, they're thing. Against I was, witches, but... They're against the witches, but the witches have been in power for a really, really long time. I thought the same thing, AJ. I was confused, like, why they're so powerful. I mean, people are scared of them because they're mean and, and, and they're killers or whatever, but I thought the same thing. Like, I thought magic sort of ruled this land, and how did they come to be, like... Like I thought, the Ice Sedai were the were sort of the law yeah, or the people in charge. Kill them all, right? But are are the what are they called? The white whoever. Uh, the white. How do they? Or the white. The white. Called the white. The white. Are they actually in charge? Like that's very confusing to me. I I, I agree with you. Like how did they become what so powerful? What episode number was this? Was this five or six? Five. Five. Episode okay, five. So tell me really quick what happened in this one. Because I think I'm, what I'm thinking of is episode six. Um, I don't want to. The light, the light took Perrin and what's her face. Um, Perrin's Egwine. a wolf boy. Egwine. Yeah, Egwine. Yeah, Egwine. Egwine. You're right. Um, per, Perrin's a wolf leader. Uh, his eyes turn yellow when he's uh, injured. Okay, you saw um, that. That was a second. 
That's what I was asking. Yeah, so, so, um, so the guy, the uh, guy from White was like, was basically flaying yeah. his back, right? And he's like, I'm going to kill one of you. You guys choose. And and so Perrin goes all yellow eyes. And he channels. Basically, he's like, you can channel. Like, the white, the guy what from the white, the, the white priest is like, woman, I know you can channel. You better channel or I'll kill that guy. But in the end, Perrin channels. And channeling is using magic, right? Yeah, she can so that happens. channel. Well, I don't know if it's And then when they escape all these wolves. All, but all these wolves come in and like kill everyone while they're trying to escape. So uh, we already saw before he has wolf power. He's like a werewolf. I mean, he's not a werewolf, but he's like a werewolf. He's got wolf power. Wolves he's like a, a werewolf, ward. but he's like a werewolf. I have no idea. I'm just laughing. The way a ward. Yeah, he's like he's a ward. He's, like wolves. He's more like he's a ward. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I just wondered if you guys that that part was what I was thinking because you yeah. guys saw. Yeah. We saw that. Is, I, I find it interesting, though, that they can't lie. That's why, like, he knows that she, he thinks that she can channel, but he knows that she don't know how to channel. You know what I mean? Like, he knows she doesn't know she can, because she obviously otherwise couldn't have lied to him, but. I also don't understand why the witches don't just kill him. Like, he and his guys are going around killing witches, which I don't really get, because witches are so powerful, and he appears to be only really a man. And yet he managed to capture witches, chop their hands off, take their rings, whatever. Like, I don't really well, get how he's yeah, able to do that. Yeah, think they fight back. Yeah. Or, or why don't Here's the Aes Sedai just be like, this guy's got to go? Well, I have a question. Yeah. Why Egwene, why didn't she kill him? She stabbed him in the, like, kind of like in the in shoulder the, blade no. with a knife. Shoulder, just, why didn't right? she just kill him? Like, he's totally, he can be in pain, but he's totally not dead. I agree. I thought the same thing. He's going to cause trouble again. She stabbed him in, like, the back of the shoulder in a place where there's nothing that could... Like, why not the neck? Why not the gut? Why not the kidney? Like, what? You didn't... That's not a killing... Maybe because she's a nice person? Like, that was BS also. Like, kill that guy. Um, Well, she didn't... Because he has to come back again. Because he's the big bad of the show, really. Clearly. And I so felt like I I, he said something, and, and I was go. a little confused. I probably misheard the line, and I wasn't about to rewind it and find out. But he's the he's the leader of the light, but he said something about something yeah, about when are when are the isodyne. He says when are the isodyne going to realize that there's only the dark, the light follow like they follow the dark. <laughs> well, I think the, I think I the like, dark are the bad things, right? Like the dark friends or dark fiends or whatever the heck they're called. Yeah, but yeah, dark friends. Yeah, but he also friends. makes yes. a comment somewhere in there about what is it at? He makes a comment something about a healer, and I was confused. It sounds like they use. Oh, I know what I was thinking. Back with um, whenever um, Morgane comes to him, right? It confused me, because I, I was going to say a son, but I think at the time you guys hadn't seen this part. It confused me that they're against witches completely, but he says something about, like, her going to get a healer to what that, I don't even now remember what they're called, but those those troll things did, the Trollocs did. Like, why did yeah. he yeah. let healers live? Isn't that still, like, magic people? I missed, I didn't quite yeah, get right? that. Yeah, right, Why is, like, they're allowed to Healers are still magic, yeah. They need You're them. right. That's a really good point. Healers are still magic. I don't understand. 
Maybe it's only the specific I, witches. I, I don't know. Like, maybe there's magic people beyond the I ice, but I, I don't know. I mean, that's another thing that gives me a real, like, Lord of the Rings vibe. Also in Game yeah. of Thrones, like, like that, he, that he's white and the Lord of Light. He's from the white, the priest of the white. Like, like there's so much of this that feels, it feels derivative. It's probably not. This book was probably written a long time ago, and I guess all these writers were inspired by similar sources, but... Um, yeah, it, it feels kind of easy, right? Um, I mean, there were, I agree with AJ that mostly this episode was very boring because it was about like, um, you know, the, the, that one witch, that the green witch was killed and her warder was mostly crying. This whole episode was about him crying. Do you see though why I was saying that I was confused about the warder though? Because in this one, how they say that like it's closer than a, than a, um, spouse and like the fact that he to me seems to be yeah. in love with her the fact that he killed himself because of it that's why I was so confused when I was saying that last time I was trying to say it without you know you haven't seen having seen exactly. it well, yes and the, and one problem I have is that they're like oh it's closer than a spouse it's closer than a, like it's the closest thing you can have right it's closer than a sibling probably or a spouse right but it and but they were and, a lot of them are sleeping together too that's why I'm kind of like well, well I'm a little and confused. he, he, seems to he talks about it as really a friend, um, and there's a point where they're like, "Oh, well, you could be matched with a new," I said, "I you could be matched with a new witch. Maybe if you if you connect with a new one, then you have a new job, and we can all be friends." And he's like, "Oh, I don't know if I can be like," and then it's kind of implied that he would have to be into the other two guys. Was it me, or was that like a? No, I, I misunderstand that. that. She's, yeah, no, I, 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 I think the same like, way. But I think it's, I remember reading something about the ones that are, I think the, I think it's green. I want to say green, that they take more than one, um, more than Water. one of the warders. And like, so yeah. when they, a lot of times, I guess when they do that, like they're, at least with that one woman, they're all together, I guess. I was, did definitely take it that they were all three of them yeah. and that he would be joining them. <laughs> Because he made a comment, so he makes a comment about saying he's never had sex with a guy, doesn't he? I forget exactly he what yeah. he says, yeah. but he says something. To yeah, Lan it was about him, him and Lan. So, yeah, him and Lan had a whole conversation him. about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and up until that point, it wasn't ever. Up until that point, it wasn't, it wasn't ever clear that that it was sexual right. between the warder and the and I said I, and now it wasn't. Yeah, but now apparently all the warders have to have sex also, right? That's kind yeah. of weird, but whatever. Um, I can say I also was not so in this episode there was the addition of an not an ogre, the guy mispronounced. So so Rand parent Rand mispronounces ogre to come ogre ogre and I ogre and so there's the introduction of a sort of non-human creature. I like with with a not excellent. Like makeup thing going on. Um and I Yeah, I don't know. That probably works better in a book, right? Like did you get to the point yet where the group I don't think it's a spoiler to say the group reunites eventually. I think that's a given. No, we you haven't. Get to that point yet where some of them reunite. No. Okay. No. The only so the only them, the only people them. that reunited were Nynaev and um uh Rand and uh, Matt, the three of them. That's it. But but Perrin and Eli oh, okay. are still 
So yeah, Pernie they haven't gotten with the tinkers. They're on the run. Pernie went on the run because the the white. We saw that whole thing with the guy in the white trying to like, and then the wolves and all. So they're still on the run. Yeah. So they're not all together yet. I'm not really inclined to wait to find bored. them to get together. It's boring. It, it to me. Well, probably have I'm not like. Yeah, I guess. Oh, I something. Know. Oh. I, no, I know. Oh, funny, funny story. Um, so I was talking to Alyssa about it, and I was, you know, because I've been watching it with Artie and not her because she falls behind on stuff, and I can't wait because we talk about it on the podcast. And she's read all the and books, I, right? I, yes. Well, she's read most of them. She hasn't finished it. Um, but I said to her, I was like, it's boring. And she's like, it's funny I should say that because, she said the first book, like she read the books because a friend of her who has similar taste and, you know, um, recommended them to her. And she said the first book, she had so much trouble getting through because it was very boring. It, apparently, future, yeah. you know, like, like the rest of them, she says, are, are much better. But the first book was really slow and boring. So it's not a surprise that the Amazon show is very slow and boring. <laughs> to start with. But well, I don't have time to wait for it to pick up. Right? So if it's slow and boring yeah. in the books also, it's apparently 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 they're sticking right to the books. <laughs> so um yeah. last minute thoughts because we got we got like five minutes left. All right. Let's go. Oh, I thought you had some. And there's our thoughts. Last minute thoughts you had and some. there's our thoughts. No, no I was a I, question. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a slow and a boring show. And I just, like, don't, I don't really, I, I find that all the Aes Sedai are really unlikable. Like, I, I guess they're trying to make these women mysterious, but making them mysterious makes them not accessible to me as a viewer. Yeah. And I don't like any of them, right? Like, they're not, I'm not like. Well, they don't like so each other either. Politics. They don't like each other. Um, but they're not setting me up to choose a side. Like, there's not, I'm not like, oh, I like Maureen and I hate that woman yeah. in red because Maureen is not very likable. Like, none of them are. I, I, I wonder if the book, like, gives us a better feeling that we should care Probably. about them. Because the, the I said I are all jerks. Books do a better job of that. Um, everyone on the show is really, um... Uh, I mean, some of them are sort of likable, but there's a lot of not likable characters. I just, yeah, it was really boring. I well, thought. Let's let's I leave Jamie, let's leave on a happy thought. Yes. Uh, Jamie, do you have anything else? Um, the only other thing I was going to say is that Harry <laughs> Potter um thing was on the oh she, uh, um. Did oh, you the, watch it, Karen? The, I did watch it. Yeah, the um, the, the, game, the the competition. And you know, it, yeah. if you belong to like the the Harry Potter, I keep getting these emails from the Harry Potter fan club, which is like HarryPotter.com or whatever. Like you can do some quizzes, and your points supposedly support those teams. Um, so I I begin those oh, emails and do a couple of those quizzes. I watched it. It was okay. I feel like it. I feel like. Um, it's kind of a fun thing to do. 
I don't really believe those people are chosen at random to participate. Oh, no. Um, they obviously knew who was going to do it ahead, but. Yeah. Um, I like their sweaters a lot. I kind of want one of those sweaters. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and Helen Mirren's great. I think it's a pretty decent, like, I think it's great. I like it. I think it's fun, yeah. Yeah. Now, although it, it's so, fun, too, though, because I feel like you can be, you can know the book and the or the movie and do good or get it because some of it's just, like, paying attention, too. So it's not yeah. like, it's like yeah. different levels of fans can play, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. But, yeah, I don't think yep. there's anything so else other than. No, All right. I gotta get tickets. But other than that, yeah. Adrian wants to sign So us the out. only thing I was gonna say was Friday the expanse starts, so we'll have something good to talk about next week. Yay! Erin can start yes. getting her interview. Yep, and I did a bunch of interviews <laughs> on Monday with some of the cast. Um, oh, cool. And so, uh, and, and so they. They relate to stuff. They're not going to all drop because they relate to stuff that happens throughout the season, so they'll be sprinkled around the next six weeks. Very cool. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, yep. Yep. Um, yep. All right. I'm cool, you guys. I'll have Lady James is up soon, too. Okay. All right. All right. Have a Good night, ladies. Show next week. Uh, well, Good night. Do this again yeah. next week? Yeah. Now the Walking Dead shows are done. Both. Doctor Who's done. Geez. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a very short yep. show, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Very yep. short show next week. How Four good. shows to talk about, but one good one. So, all right, ladies, <laughs> yep. we'll all do right. it again next good week. Night, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Okay, have a good and night. And good night. night. Goodbye. Night, night. Bye, bye.